0: You
1: ready? 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 Watch ready? Out,
0: three, four!
2: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of the Missy AE Podcast. Tonight, we bring to you Sports Whispers Weekly, where we talk nothing but sports for the duration of the show. Uh, As always, I'm your host, Steve Kent, and I am joined tonight by Lou and by Alex. And guys, we have a ton to talk about tonight. Uh, We have, of course, the World Series. The World Series may potentially wrap up tonight, depending on what happens in this game currently is scoreless in the bottom of the three or the bottom of the third inning. Uh, we have the Washington Commanders to talk about. We have the trade deadline for the NFL. Uh, a whole bunch of drama taking place in uh, in the NBA, plus yep. a certain a certain story that I promised earlier today that I would that I would. Uh, Talking more in depth about uh, taking place yes. in the National Hockey League, which uh, let me just put it this way: I'm a Bruins fan, and I am extremely pissed off at this. So, and it has to do with the Bruins. Uh, but a reminder, real quick, if uh, for anybody who is new or maybe you haven't done so yet. Subscribe to the Missy AE podcast by going to blogtalkradio.com slash Missy AE. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, and Spotify as access to not just the podcasts that we have done, but also any podcasts that we will do in the future. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, with that being said, uh, I figure we should might as well start off right out the gate with the ones because, I mean, I've been wanting to talk about this ever since it was announced last night. Uh, let's start with the Boston Bruins. And hmm. They have signed a very controversial defensive prospect, a 20-year-old by the name of Mitchell Miller.
3: Oh, yeah. Miller
2: was previously a draft pick in 2020 by the Arizona Coyotes. He was drafted 111th overall in the fourth round, I believe, before his off-ice actions ended up forcing them to rescind his draft rights. Now, for those who are unaware, uh, back in 2016, Miller and a classmate were found delinquent in a Ohio juvenile court on charges Uh of assault and a violation of the Ohio Safe Schools Act. Uh, The pair were accused and found guilty of urging a developmentally disabled African-American classmate that that goes by the name of Isaiah Meyer Crothers to eat a piece of candy that they had wiped along a urinal along with yeah. repeated bullying of of said uh, of said person and also repeatedly calling him a slur word, which we will not say on the air here. Uh, surveillance video also captured kicking and punching him as well. Uh, I believe this took place on the bus. Uh, the kicking and punching, I don't know if it took place uh, elsewhere, but apparently it was on the bus.
1: Disgusting. Disgusting. Absurd. Disgusting.
2: No need for it. And, and these incidents ended up resurfacing after the Arizona Republic published an in-depth report on Miller back uh, a couple of years ago on October 26, 2020. And the expose also revealed that he would frequently use the words sl- slur word and brownie to refer to Meyer Crothers. And often told him to, and I quote, "Go pick their
1: cotton." The
0: coyotes. Wow. Yeah,
1: yeah. Sorry, Steve. I mean that 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 boils my blood. I'm sorry. Continue. Yes. Yeah.
2: Oh no, yeah. You, you know, Alex,
1: I, I'm uh, obviously. You know, you want to I mean, we, we Are uh, we still are we still stuck in this uh, 1800s? Or, I mean, where are we as a country? Or Right, I mean, as a world, I mean, come on, I mean you just can't exactly do it.
2: you can't do it you you know i was on I, I was, was lose I was on lose uh show earlier today, and yes. I could have gone on forever about this topic. I could have gone on forever with uh with everything about this topic, but uh I figured I would save it for to- for for tonight because. I mean, it's just – here's the thing, too. The Coyotes initially defended Miller, citing their desire to, and I quote, be a part of the solution in a real way yeah, and to help oh, Miller grow from this incident and eventually become a leader against bullying and racism. Now, that would be fine, except the problem is this isn't just one thing – you know, this the, – this isn't just one incident. Apparently. I, I, I,
1: I, would, I would appreciate it too, Steve. I mean, it, would, it you know what would be even better? If he actually had the balls, part of my French, to actually say it himself. Because you know he is an attorney and five agents and uh, four management people typing that email. Right. Reading, reading that cue card right. for him. Right. He didn't say a damn oh. thing.
2: Oh yeah, definitely. You know, uh, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you've probably seen uh, the statement that he put out yesterday,
1: Alex. And Lou, I'm pretty sure you probably I, saw it you as know, well. I wasn't impressed by it. Yeah, I, I wasn't impressed it. by it. You know, people—they show the true colors. You can't backtrack. You can't walk that no. back. Sorry, can't. I no, mean, you can't.
2: And it, all, it, it, also says, it also says here that uh, while. While the Coyotes' general manager, Bill Armstrong, did not draft Miller, he expressed the team's desire to to provide Miller with a second chance. And according to the Republic, Miller had apologized to the then-31 teams before Seattle ended up coming into the league,
1: obviously, but
2: never to Meyer Crothers or his family. Although, apparently, uh, he has said throughout this whole thing that he has apologized to Meyer Crothers and his family, which was immediately debunked yesterday when Meyer Crowthers' brother go. said no such apology
1: was ever issued to us. There mm. you go. He's not. He's not a man. You know, he, he no, couldn't even. Not at all. After you, 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 wake up and, and destroy a lot of people's minds about you, and then and, and really hurt a lot of people's feelings, and then he he lies about apologizing. Wow. So he doubled down on being bad. Wow. Okay.
0: Okay.
2: Yeah, and, and, and now uh, Meyer Crothers' mother, Joni, had found Armstrong's comments demeaning to her son, stating that while Miller's classmate apologized to Meyer Crothers, Miller himself was unwilling to show cr- contrition. Mm-hmm. A juvenile court magistrate in Ohio had concluded that Miller had absolutely no remorse for his actions and was merely wow. upset that his reputation would be damaged by the
1: situation. And oh yeah, God forbid! Expose, God, God forbid his uh, contract's affected.
2: Oh yeah, this guy, right.
1: should, this guy should burn, burn. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And and as a result of the expose, the Coyotes received widespread criticism for even drafting him, which then they they then renounced uh, their draft rights to him and they cut all ties with him, and he was also then dropped from the University of North Dakota hockey team on the direct orders of their university president. Wow. Uh,
1: however, this guy, this, still, this guy, this guy's, sorry, this guy's going to be, and uh, I don't put it lightly, he's going to either be in the system or he's going to be walking around looking for change the rest of his life. This guy's yeah. clearly not a not a capable human being. Right. And
2: and, and now, uh, however, though Miller was still in good standing academically, and he was allowed to continue attending classes at the University of North Dakota despite being picked from the hockey team. Uh, However, though, let's see, it says uh, more details had surfaced after the Independent had published a detailed letter from the Meyer Crothers family, uh, reiterating that he had not apologized to the family and further accusations about his behavior starting as early as first grade. And these allegations include calling Meyer Crothers the slur word in first grade, along with a classmate smacking and punching Meyer Crothers on the school bus, repeated w- repeated uses of the slur word against Meyer Crothers,
0: biting in
2: Meyer Crothers'
1: face. And yeah, okay. I mean, even... it, this just gets worse and worse. I'm sorry, man. It have, it have does. we collectively have you and and Lou and, and and you Steve and me. I mean, have have our uh the audience have we ever heard a worst case myth this guy's deplorable
0: yeah this
1: guy should be locked up
2: exactly and, and you know you know what boggles my mind about this whole thing is the bruins they the, they signed him yesterday and there was no word that this was ever even coming to fruition no hockey writer or analyst had any clue that this was happening until they announced it on their Twitter account.
0: And they when they watch. did,
3: cool. little le- they oh, what?
1: Go ahead. I mean, a little uh, little I mean, that. It's, it's uh, been done before. Uh, uh, almost joking to Jess, I mean, I, I don't think as a writer, I, I don't think anyone even wants to approach uh, this guy. I mean, he's yeah. deplorable. Right. Exactly.
2: Yeah, no, he's he's definitely like, you know, he claims that he that he is taking the steps, but I call I call immediate bullshit because this uh they it reached is. out to uh they reached out to the mother of of the bullied uh, the bullied uh, special needs kid and. Basically, she said that he had ne- he has never apologized to her despite his comments saying that he did uh or or to the family at all, and also not to mention his mother tried to contact the family back then saying, "Oh, boys will be boys, and that really uh, <laughs> he wiped don't uh, and also, uh, and oh, also don't worry he wiped it off he wiped it off. Before giving it to him.
0: What?
3: What? Are you crazy?
1: That's that, that's almost like the uh, the the uh, serial killer that no one knows, and the uh, wife goes, "Oh, it's okay, he's fine." I mean, are you kidding me? Obviously, the mom is right. He's
3: not fine.
1: Putting up, she's covering his bullshit.
3: And not to
2: you, you know, not to Sounds. mention uh, the Bruins. They did not consult the family. They did not consult the NHL when making this decision. Because you would you would think everybody's done their homework and everything on this guy. You would think that they that Mm. proper consultations would be done before even thinking about trying to sign this kid. Which apparently, first of all, you know the Bruins' excuse that they basically gave was, well, there were other teams who were also looking at him. Wait and a second, please. We want.
1: I love what you just said. I mean, but seriously. So the now the Bruins, uh, what twenty four hours? After, well, we didn't check, or we didn't. I mean, what is their excuse? <laughs> they like they got <laughs> there is no excuse, them. man. Oh, we didn't know this. What? Oh no,
2: they did yeah. their homework. They they did their homework apparently. Uh, matter of fact, let me see if I can find uh, the quote yeah, in particular exactly. that Don Sweeney had oh, said. Oh, oh, oh.
1: Oh, I thought I thought what you said. I took it as like they already. Oh, they didn't know that. Like they better have you know three or four, X, uh, you know, law enforcement people looking into his background. Because you know, you bring a person into a franchise. It's not it's not a high school team. They're the face of the franchise, right? There's hundreds of millions of dollars at stake. How do they let this guy into their franchise? I, I don't get that.
0: like
3: yeah, it. So, so Don Sweeney
2: has said like several a, times. <laughs> oh. Go
1: ahead. No, I was just I was joking, like, oh, oh, yeah, he seems like a great guy. We just welcome him in, like, what, really?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, the, the stuff you're telling me is is absolutely disgraceful. There's no way as a professional it, team you can find that guy in the building. I I don't see any way around that.
2: Exactly. You know, no. and you know what? It's even uh, uh Patrice Bergeron said the exact same thing. The the captain of the Boston Bruins, Patrice Bergeron said, this guy isn't th- if this guy were to join the team, he would not be welcomed in this locker room. Right. And here's the thing that 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 boggles my mind. So Cam Neely released a statement here. Saying, representing the Boston Bruins is a privilege we take seriously as an organization. Respect and integrity are foundational character traits we expect of our players and staff. Prior to signing Mitchell, our hockey operations and community relations groups spent time with him over the last few weeks to better understand who he is as an individual and learn more about a significant mistake. He's just referring to that as a significant mistake. He made when he was in middle school during this evaluation period Mitchell was accountable for his unacceptable behavior and demonstrated his commitment to work with multiple organizations and professionals to further his education and use his mistake as a teachable moment for others the expectation is that he will continue this important educational work with personal development and community programs as a member of the Bruins organization and then Sweeney said when he when he was uh when he had a press conference with the media Sweeney said I'm not going to downplay that this has been a personal struggle as well as a professional struggle which to me right there right there says that th- that this wasn't Sweeney's decision that one statement right there tells me that Sweeney was forced to make this move uh He said, Mitchell's paid a punishment, and he's going to continue to carry that for the rest of his life. We are going to hold Mm -hmm. him to a standard. Uh, Sweeney has said several times signing Mitchell Miller could be the wrong decision and that he can't say with certainty that this was the right thing to do. And since then, they, they made the decision to parade Patrice Bergeron out there to the Canadian media to try and defend their decision. And by the way, I mean let me just put let me just put it this way. This doesn't seem like a Sweeney decision. I don't think no. I don't think Don Sweeney made this decision. I think this was either Cam Neely, or to go higher up. This may this may have been from the owner Jeremy Jacobs. Probably like Neely. But regardless, though, the, you know this is I, I I'm sick to my stomach right now. Being a Bruins, I don't fan. blame you. The fe- even though they even though they have the best record in the league or whatever, this whole entire culture that that when they brought in Zidane Chara, and they yeah. completely reshaped the entire culture of the Bruins locker room.
0: That has We're all of a it. sudden.
2: Oh, the, the, they're they're basically they're putting it at risk of of the locker room culture completely changing now to where it yep. seems like they value talent above character
1: that's a very dangerous uh, slippery slope to be on because when you do that yes, yeah. you you open yourself up to a lot of ammunition a lot you know a lot of bad things
3: right but the pandora's Stand box and, and, right
1: there yeah. second yeah and pandora's his, box good call Luke. yeah it opens up and, to a and, whole lot of a whole lot of bullshit
2: and here's the thing here. This is the reason why I, I believe that they signed him. Keep in mind, he is a defenseman. Yeah. He
0: oh. he played
2: 60 games, he played 60 games for the Tri-City Storm of the USHL last year, recording 39 goals and 44 assists with a plus 43 rating as a defenseman. Right there, it te- that basically tells me that they don't give a fuck about his character, and they they Earlier. signed him just to sign the superior out just to just for his talent. Well, yeah, I mean, and let's let's that look at the stat.
0: That, that, on that,
1: their that, own. that's yeah, sorry Steve, that's impressive. Like, let's look at the stat line. So you're talking like Brian Lee style offensive defenseman. I mean, yeah, they looked over the other, they overlooked the other stuff. It's not that they overlooked; they just ignored it, which is disgraceful. Right.
0: Yes.
2: And, and 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 it's basically like well we can't we can't draft and develop talent on our own. So uh-huh. let's take this asshole. Let's take this asshole in free agency that nobody wants to touch and let's take a chance on him before somebody else will.
1: Unbelievable even though.
2: Even though he's done deplorable shit during his life. I mean granted yeah, okay, 14 years old. That doesn't fucking matter if he was in no. the middle school. <laughs>
1: When this shit a, happened. No, like when you, when you he you know the colors, that's it. You know, and that's and, and see, go back to your point. I mean, if it happened once when he was you know nine, like middle school, ah, eh, that's that's terrible. Okay, let's grow up. Yeah. You know, we've seen uh, Josh Hader. Uh, you know what I mean? A guy like that. Where it's like, well, we found your tweets from uh, ten years ago. You used to be a really terrible bastard, but uh, you know, if he's still doing that shit, I mean, it's still it's just absolutely inexcusable. There's no excuse.
3: Not at all.
2: Right, and also, I mean, it's one thing if it's one if it's one incident, yeah. like okay, yeah, maybe. You know, maybe maybe he can change. Okay, if it's one incident, maybe he can change. Apparently, this is this had been happening since the first grade
0: throughout
1: his life. Mm. That isn't right. just one be, incident. He should be institutionalized. He should not be walking around the street tonight. He should not Ooh. be able to. Go uh, I don't know. Let me let me let me check
2: real quick here. Let me see where he is originally I from.
1: I don't know about you guys. This is the first time I've ever heard this in any pro sport. That guy should not be able to uh, suit up at all. He should not be allowed a uniform. He should not be allowed anything.
3: I'm you.
2: Okay, so he is originally from Sylvania, Ohio, which Ohio, uh, not to go into politics here, but Ohio is a Republican uh is a Republican state, it's, all
1: right? It's, well, really, well, I went to college in Ohio. It's not that bad. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll go with the floor here, but it's not like a – we're not talking about uh, Mississippi burning. It's not it's, – right, Well, it's, yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, I hate to go into politics because uh, literally when I think of deplorable people like this, yeah. that's the first thing I think of is – the Steve, fact that Steve, uh, uh, you know, with the current climate, with
1: so the it's current climate, unavoidable. Oh, Steve, I was just saying, like you know, I just offered my two cents from uh, just being out there. I I lived out there for six years, college, right. You know, uh, you know, Ohio State. It's actually a really cool crowd. It's not. I think old school. I think their grandparents were hardcore Republicans. I think it's kind of like coming around to being open. So that's a, that's all I was trying to say. And it's not like a hardcore, like a Alabama, Mississippi State. Oh okay. Yeah.
2: Okay, so it's more towards the middle then, as opposed to yeah. I, uh, I, I, I honestly okay. From from there. Okay, well but, you know what then I I agree with what you said. I th- I think that this kid, uh, you know, clearly he's not going to change. No matter what they say, I guarantee you he is. No matter how he commits. And the thing that that sickens me about this whole thing is if he all of a sudden is good, you know, he's all of a sudden somehow this is going to turn into a redemption story, and well, it's no, going to basically glorify for, for, him
1: for for evil people like that. There can be no redemption. He, I mean, yeah. I honestly, I if you, I always, Steve, you have great sources. That's why I love calling on your show. If right. what. If what you said is true, since first grade, I mean, guy should be locked up. I mean, what do you you kind of suddenly turn 25 or 29 and go, oh, I'm not a racist. Yeah. (laughs) No, that doesn't happen. All right. He he doesn't have a cocaine addiction or a gay problem. Uh, He didn't cheat on his wife. This deep-rooted, embedded, really hatred, terrible thing in his soul. I don't know how you redeem yourself off that. I mean. I I'm amazed that the guy is actually playing for a pro sport.
2: I know, yeah, and you know, I, I, and here's the thing too: is uh, he's set to report to the AHL to the Providence Bruins because let's face it, uh, the NHL. What's his name, uh, Gary Bettman, has said he will not play <laughs> in the NHL until I see, until I see that certain requirements are met and that he has truly changed his ways, he will not play in the NHL.
1: Now, uh, obviously, the, it, for once, them does something right. Well, yeah, I mean, how do you change your ways from first grade? This guy's a, this guy's not only reckless, I mean, he's, he's yelling the fact that he's a racist. Right? He never changed. Yeah. This guy's yeah. a monster. Until this killer stops killing, we'll, we'll treat him as a killer. D- don't even let this guy leak. Right. It's, I, I've never, I've never witnessed a stay in professional sports. This is more egregious than I don't care what you want to say, you know. All the other pro cases, yeah. I, this is news to me. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm absolutely astonished. Yeah, and if I
2: know anything about the, if I know anything about the AHL president, which uh, obviously you know the one, the one that I, uh, that I knew of that uh, when I was. You know, I used to go to Springfield Falcons games a whole bunch uh, oh. earlier or, you know earlier in my childhood. Uh, obviously, there's a new president of the AHL right now, but if the old president were still there, I can tell you right now, just from the standards that the AHL has for their players, he would not be allowed in the AHL
1: I think that out so, not even question.
2: Yeah, he has no business being anywhere in professional sports right now.
1: And, again, let me uh, – just give me another, you know, quick little uh, snapshot of, like, imagine, like I said, if there's drugs or gambling or alcohol, you know, go to rehab. You can't reform a person like that. I, exactly. What you, what is anti-racist class? <laughs> Twice a week? I mean, come on. <laughs>
2: But and here's the thing too. And by the way, the Bruins have just lost two to one to the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, not that wow. they were distracted or anything, but uh, multiple Bruins players spoke out about this, including Brad Marchand, mm-hmm. Nick Foligno, Patrice Bergeron, uh, a couple of mm. others have also, I've wow. also spoken out about this. And uh, yeah. not to mention, not to mention, uh, Jim Montgomery, head coach Jim Montgomery, spoke out about it. And Montgomery was not consulted whatsoever by the organization before
0: don't,
1: they don't went him, out and
2: signed this kid.
1: Don't let don't let him near my bench. Don't let him in my locker room. That's probably what he exactly, wanted. To say. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Exactly, you know. You know the one thing. The, the one thing that was said is, you know, Bergeron said, oh, "Yeah, there is always room for change." However, this, you know, this kid is not going to be welcome in our locker room. Is basically how he put it.
1: Why would you ever bring that guy into your roster? Or sorry, your uh, your franchise. I mean, it's going to be it's going to cause a lot a lot of problems. They're going to be focused on winning games. It, right. And there's, all this nothing did, good, there's nothing good that can come out of adding that guy to your franchise.
2: No. Right. Wow. And, you know, all this has done now, I mean, this is a team who is, well, now they're 10-2, now they're but this is a team who is off to its hottest mm-hmm. start in franchise history, and you decide, yeah. you decide it's a good idea to bring all this negative
1: press <laughs> with this yeah, move. Let's, let's set up the uh, negative let's, press. Let's get drama. Let's get drama going. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're doing well. Let's uh let's throw a fucking pipe bomb in there. I mean, are you kidding me?
3: More than one. I mean
2: okay. if there's uh, if there's no explanation for this. I'll put I'll put it i I'll put it like this. Now fans were pissed off to begin with the fact that uh, you know, Sweeney and Neely have handled this team the way that they have. I'll say this right yeah. now. And and many fans have agreed on Twitter with me about this. Sweeney needs to be fired. Uh, unless it wasn't unless unless he unless he was one of the ones against it, which I honestly feel that it was I honestly feel it was more of a Neely Jacobs decision. Neely needs to be fired. And this is, you know, this is a Bruins legend. I don't care. You do you make a move like this I don't care if the kid has all the fucking talent in the world. I don't care if he's the second coming of Wayne Gretzky. Yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. Well, that'll never happen.
2: Obviously not, but no, you,
1: fucking, so, you fucking, you fucking, know, cut it that, cut it that.
2: Yeah. And I think if if Jacobs had anything to do with, Jacobs should sell the team.
0: That's a
1: yeah. Anyone, anyone who try to get him in there, anyone who helped him sign a contract, that's egregious. The they should all be fucking eliminated.
2: Exactly. There, there's absolutely that no EV.
1: excuse.
2: There's absolutely no excuse. Uh, you know, if if you can't if you can't draft and develop prospects on your own, that's your own damn fault. That's right. Don't start going out there and looking at the looking at. Uh, oh well, you know this kid. This kid was impressive. Uh, but he has all these character issues. Well, fuck the character issues. Let's sign him anyways. And by the way, this, this is a kid who officially now becomes the Bruins' second best defensive prospect. Oh, boy. That's
3: how, that's how,
2: that's how bad that this,
0: that this uh,
2: situation is.
0: Um...
2: As he becomes our second best defensive prospect. All because Sweeney can't draft, can't draft and develop
1: prospects on his own. Very sad state of affairs. I, I don't get it. I mean, he would never come across my uh, area code. I would, if I were hiring, I would never touch that guy. I mean, what are they trying to do? I, I don't
0: understand. Yeah, and th-
2: and think about this. What kind of message? What kind of message will
3: this send? to potential oh, players okay. that may want to play.
1: It's okay to heat. Well, and okay. well, this well, is a well, prime well,
3: example well, of how stupid these people are.
2: Well oh, what I am saying exactly. what I'm saying is what kinda of message what kind of message will this send to potential players who maybe want to play for the for the Bruins? You know, potential mm-hmm. free agents that may have wanted to sign here.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: You may have you may have scared away a couple of people who may have wanted to sign here now.
1: Because That's of what I'm actions. saying. Great, great, great point, Steve. I mean, so I work normally like Monday through Friday. I work as a recruiter. I help people get jobs. I never, if, yeah. if I, if I'm desperate, if, if if a company's like, oh, we need someone tomorrow, I won't send the wrong person, even though the wrong person's ready. I will not mm-hmm. put them into that company because, like you said, the after effects is much worse. You know what I mean? The instant gratification yeah. is nothing compared to like the long term. If you try to you know, convince someone that someone's nice and they're deep down they're a dark, bad person, no, it, it'll always blow up. I am astonished and amazed and really, really uh, disappointed in the uh, franchise, even consider this guy. So I, man. And like you said, it's, more, it's not just one person. It, it sends a huge ripple effect through the whole franchise. I mean, that is ridiculous yeah so now
2: you know now mm-hmm. we may see we may see uh Boston yeah. become an undesirable location
0: mm-hmm. for free
2: agents now that they know that that the franchise does not this care one single bit about morals
0: oh, yeah. but uh we go that, from. That
2: by the way, actually, uh, I'm looking at this score right now. Uh, in the third quarter, yeah. just starting the third quarter, the SMU Mustangs lead the Houston Cougars 56 to 42. What it was 56 it was 56 to 35 at the end of the first half.
1: Wow!
3: What kind of game is this? About
1: uh, three, three to point You,
3: you sure it's not college basketball we're talking now? I'm sure it isn't. Wow. Well, I can tell yeah. you one thing. Either your offense is dependent or so your defense is 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 crap, 91 yeah. points were
2: 91 points were scored in the first half between both teams.
1: And well, we're still going to have to go. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll bet you I'll bet you 2 dollars It was probably the spread initially opening up this game before before the first snap was probably like 80. Yeah. I call it's crazy. It's fun. Well, they stop the clock all the time. So they get off, you know, almost twice as many snaps as NFL teams. Oh, I I want to say like 30% more. Mm -hmm. But you notice that. I mean, they stop the clock a lot more. Actually, let me me bring it up here. I'll I'll, I'll bring it up right now, actually. Steve, I'm sorry. That was a random thing. I, I, I don't want to, like, bring, you know, anything off topic.
0: I was amazed. Oh, no. Like
1: I'm still getting more and more. Like I've told Lou, um, I, you know, I'm still getting more and more into college, and you know, I like to uh, throw down a couple bucks here and there on drafting. College yeah. is amazing. It stops the clock. The scoring is rampant. It's a lot more than NFL. Yeah.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, it, that's the one thing that you're gonna that you're gonna notice is just exactly how much more fast paced it is. Uh, it's past, got, uh how much uh, every, more fast is it
1: is. They, yeah, if there's a good play, they stop the clock. So, if they hit a, a tight end jump on third and three over the middle, five-yard game, keep it running, NFL. They stop the clock by the way, every the, time.
2: The line, here, here's, here's the stats according to ESPN. The line yes. before the game started was SMU by three and a half. You want to know what the over-under was?
1: 68. 66. 66. Wow. They absolutely well, that surpassed that now. Annoyed. That was an honest guess. Uh, NFL, there has not been one sixty-eight over-under this year. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say that. I, I don't know it for yeah. a fact, but, I mean, that goes to show. College is a lot more high-scoring. Oh, yeah,
2: without a doubt. And, you know, we go from high-scoring to – uh, surprisingly low scoring huh. as Alabama and LSU is literally a yeah. baseball game
1: right now. It, pretty yes. much. I want But it's, it's still more scoring than this game right here. Where's that game? Where's that game? I might have to do a little uh, little bet on the side. Yeah, what's you? Uh, ES, ESPN, Ooh. I think. I think the game's on
2: ESPN. Um, yeah, the game's yeah. on
3: yeah,
2: I'm, cool. I'm going uh... to... It's Alabama right and
1: LSU number number six against number ten, thirteen to nine. Mm. LSU live bet right now, third quarter minus uh, LSU plus one plus two points. Take it or not.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, at this Ooh. point, I would take it because
2: Alabama is very Alabama is very surprisingly. It, it, very surprisingly off tonight,
1: offensively. Yeah, and they also they went don't off the have last the couple games. they used to have. They don't have the weapon. I'm sorry, they don't have the weapon. No.
0: I yeah,
2: so I would, uh, you know, if I were you, I'd probably take that because, uh, honestly, plus two is looking pretty good yeah. right now. even if even if either team fails to score but alabama then scores you know one touchdown and and leads 16 to 14 mm-hmm. you know that plus 2 is looking pretty good right now for yeah. the rest of the game
1: absolutely uh
2: by the way one one note here real quick before we go into uh into the drama – from one drama into another drama uh into the yeah. nba <laughs> uh gotta mention, drama, drama, gotta drama. mention Yeah absolutely. I gotta mention Crown uh WWE Crown Jewel took place earlier ah. today in Saudi Arabia. Yes, yes. Uh which pitted Roman Reigns against social media megastar Logan Paul. And oh, I can uh, tell you oh. right now, uh Logan Paul he was set to have a boxing match, I believe, coming up. Uh I forget. I forget who it was supposed to be against, but he was set to have another boxing match. Uh, that is going to be canceled because after putting on a banger of a performance against Roman Reigns, it was. Mm-hmm. And by the way, it was it was match of the night in my opinion. I love it. It was
1: match of the Steve, night. I, I, love, uh, I love your verbiage there. I love it. A banger. I love it.
2: Well, I mean, it's true. Like it was literally one yeah. it was it was a, one spot after another after another. You know, normally so when good. celebrities go normally when celebrities go into wrestling, usually they're not really that uh, you know, you, you can't really expect much out of the show anyway. I'll tell you right now, Logan Paul with this for this being his third professional wrestling match he like he is he could pass as a legitimate uh, member of the WWE roster right now. That's that's wow. how good he is. He's that legit. However, he is that legit. Yes, like he did. He did maybe yeah, the best buckshot. He did maybe the best buckshot lariat off of the uh, going from the outside of the apron into the ring, and then a clothesline, uh, maybe the best one I have ever seen, even better than CM Punk, who uh, is known for doing that type of move. Wow. However, when he performed it today, supposedly, and th- this wasn't revealed until about an hour ago, he tore his ACL, his MCL, oh, and his meniscus. All on oh, yeah. the same leg from that one wow. move, and that happened. That happened midway wow. through the match, and you know, and you know what the you know what the kicker here is. What's that? The kicker no. is that he wrestled the entire rest of the match, and it didn't even look like he was injured at all. Wow! He was wrestling.
1: Balls. Balls. He was
2: performing on pure adrenaline the entire rest balls of the match.
1: Balls, balls of steel. Balls of steel.
4: Yep.
2: Yeah. And I I know people will say, oh, that storyline. He didn't really tear. You know, he didn't really tear his uh, knee uh, oh, really? or whatever. No. Oh, oh he, he, did. Did.
1: he did. He did. He did.
2: And he even uh, he even actually. Uh there was one moment where he did a elbow drop from the turnbuckle onto the announcer's mm-hmm. table uh outside the ring and he he ended up uh doing it all while filming it on his cell phone like literally wow. first per, first uh first per, like he was filming himself on his cell phone doing that doing that move and that was supposedly he was working at that time with a fully busted up leg, completely torn off the bone and everything. Wow. I I
1: mean you yeah. gotta give him props. Gotta give him props.
2: Okay. Now obviously he's gonna be done for this is gonna put him like I, I assume there were probably plans for him to appear later this
1: later this month at Survivor Series. That's obviously yeah, that's not gonna happen. Uh, It's funny you mentioned him. I was actually trying to set him up with a Ben Simmons uh, agent to try to get Ben Simmons to be willing to (laughs) walk onto a court and not get injured walking around. But, hey, you know,
2: what what can we do? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know, Ben Simmons, that's a whole entire other headache. But, you know, I got to say this. Uh, uh, Logan Paul today earned the respect of pretty much every single pro wrestling fan. With uh, the match that he put on today. I mean, it's just... Oh, yeah. Logan, he's, a, like, he's wonder, a strong guy. Yeah. Very impressive. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, by, by the way, uh, speaking of the Pauls, I still call bullshit on Jake Paul. That was not a... Fu- he did not beat Anderson Silva. I don't care what they say. i don't care what yeah. they say claiming that it was a legitimate knockdown silva has taken oh, harder shots silva has yeah. taken harder shots than that jab that was thrown and then it didn't even look like it fully connected and then silva randomly dropped to the mat i'm sorry no oh yeah that, that was, was not cool no that 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 was a, that was a rigged fight Yes. Silva basically dropped, Silva basically uh, took a took a money payment probably, and in order in order to in order to lose the fight.
3: But, well, uh, but
1: uh, uh LSU is not not even allowing bets right now. Right. Oh wow. For the uh, Bama game, yeah, yeah. I was like, I was you know, obviously I was a little bit curious. Hey, you know, 1250 fifty here and there. No, I can't even get in. Yeah. Not Fourteen and nine. Yeah, no, Bama yeah. is so beatable now. They they don't have the first round picks to all. They used to be loaded. I mean, you guys remember? They have uh, backups right. that are getting drafted. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah, tricky.
1: they they've lost so many, franchise.
2: They've lost so many people over the last couple of years to the draft. But here's the thing: usually Alabama, they always retool. Uh, because, they're the, you know, they're the number one recruiting uh, the university yeah.
0: in, yeah, in what college
1: football. This year. That's the place you want to go, right? So all over the yeah, country, right? especially yeah. down south. But right now, it seems like it's almost, I, I don't even want to say saturated, but there's something going on where they're not getting all the number one recruits. Right.
0: That's
1: interesting. I mean, it's they used to like have the they used to have guys that hardly had any stats in college that'd be drafted in the uh in the NFL. I mean, it's crazy. Right. Yeah, it's it's almost like
2: the needle has now permanently tipped over to Georgia for the time being. We go we go from one annoyance to another yeah. as we of course have to talk about <laughs> Kyrie <laughs> Irving.
1: That's the story of my life. Yes. <laughs> Let's go. So,
2: we have to talk about Kyrie Irving and his anti-Semitic his anti-Semitic uh, remarks that he did on Twitter. Well, I shouldn't say anti-Semitic yep. remarks, but it's more like he shared a movie that has anti-Semitic yeah. messages in it, and yeah, it was up there. It was up there uh, for four days before he ended up deleting it from his Twitter account.
3: Yeah.
2: Uh, and since then, he has now been suspended without pay for a minimum of five games. Minimum. Yeah, right. He's
1: gone. He's gone. He's not going back. He's gone. You guys think he's done as a net? I, I think he's done.
3: I think he wouldn't be good for the team if he did, if he didn't come back.
1: Guy every week, he, he I mean, can't you know, make his mind really about it. I think, I mean, no, and he will not yeah. just say, I'm sorry. No, it was actually the context of the movie, dude. Just say you are sorry. He doesn't get it. He did, never though. gotten he it. Went too late. No, I mean he's always been. I don't know. I'm sorry. It's a terrible word, cancer. Controversial. Like, the C word. He's always been controversial too. That's another C word. Yeah, I mean the guy never gets it, and he he slammed an entire nation of people uh, from that you know ethnicity, and he still won't even walk it back. So, I mean, right. some marks they're getting to them. And, no, he also pushed Nash out. Uh, right. Remember, Kyrie, oh, yeah, that's... when they first joined, KD said, I will not go to Brooklyn without Kyrie. Kyrie said, oh, we don't need Nash. We're all player coaches. I mean, are you, is this the YMCA? What is this? No, yeah. he has no respect. Exactly. They, have no, they have no respect for uh, how a franchise has run. I would get them both out of town. I mean, it's going to hurt a little bit, but, I mean, I would never deal with that. No, I mean, yeah, you know, this is
2: why I said, this is, this is why I said earlier on Lou's show today, Steve Nash was not the problem.
0: Kyrie Irving
1: Hmm. is the problem. The whole time. Yep. Right. Yeah. But, you know, who holds the power? Who holds the power? The players. I mean, it was never Nash's fault. Now, granted, I, Nash is definitely not going to be a uh, – he's not going to – I'm not going to get confused with Nash with, uh, you know, Phil Jackson. He. I don't think he was quite ready to be a head coach. He had never been an assistant coach. But uh, besides the point, still show the, the the coach respect. Kyrie, I mean, it was messed up from the start because, as I said before, uh, you know, Kyrie said, oh, yeah, oh, Philly's home run, boom. Philly's home run. Uh, no, from the start, though, Kyrie's like, oh, we don't really need a, a head coach. We're the coaches. I, yeah. I've never seen a, a professional athlete say that. I was like, wow, this is this is going to blow up like a, you know, like a nuclear bomb.
0: <laughs> oh, like we don't really need bomb. a head coach.
1: Who says that? We don't need a head coach. What? Kyrie's been a, yes, complete, you do. He's been a complete disaster wherever he goes. I'm sorry. Boston, Cleveland. I mean, where's he going next? Milwaukee. You know, Blazer. I mean, wherever oh. he goes, he's gonna blow up. I, I, mean, I would not want that guy, guy near. Guy. I would not. I would not want the guy near my
0: roster. Uh,
2: this is a guy who said, who said in front of the Boston in front of the Boston Celtics uh, crowd, the season ticket holders at a season ticket holder event. He said, Jeez. "I will re-sign with you guys as long as you guys uh, want me, as long as you guys will have me," and. <laughs> You know, everybody. He had everybody in Boston on his side. Everybody. What, what happened? And, Steve, Steve, and then Steve, he. What le- happened? And then he left. He left, and he said, "Oh, Boston fans are racist. They, uh, you know, uh-huh. they never really wanted me. They never really wanted me. I was, Ooh. I was as good as gone from there after my first year." Like all this shit. He basically he turned he he it all everything. on the fans. Yeah, he lied about everything. Yeah. I
0: mean and, you wanna know yeah. why
2: Boston now you wanna know why Boston now hates you? It's because of the shit that you've said and the shit that you've done since you've gone to Brooklyn. I mean he, he deliberately in the middle uh, right before one of the playoff games, uh not last year, but the year before, when they met in the playoffs, he went to he specifically went to the center of the court and basically wiped his feet on uh, the on the uh, the lucky logo portion of the Boston logo, logo which
1: is disrespectful so ridiculous, dude yeah i, I mean if like and, he's and, a and lucky if anyone picks up oh they're racist sorry no i'm definitely not racist my girlfriend's Jamaican uh I... Well, there's no there's no room to i don't i don't need to explain myself it's yeah. such a sad state of affairs now that you have to like try to justify calling that guy out for being a jerk it's right. like Kanye West like dude if they're they're like so full of hate I don't know what to say kindnie uh sorry yeah. Kyrie will never be happy anywhere he goes so i mean what it's so true he, so I Kyrie mean, addressed he, the media. what does he make forty forty five million a year Something yeah. like that. I mean, and he'll never be happy. So, you know. So Ky- Ky- Kyrie
2: addressed the media, and he said, I didn't mean to cause any harm. I'm not the one that made the documentary. And then uh, he was asked what he specifically doesn't believe in the movie, and, and he said, I think some of the criticism of the Jewish yeah, faith sure. and the community for sure, some points made in there that were unfortunate. And you know he he claims he meant no harm, and to prove he's serious, he would donate five hundred thousand mm. to fight hate. Now, here's the thing: he went to donate that money, and and the uh, the ADL, the uh, anti, I, I forget what defamation. What it's. Uh, what is it? Anti defamation uh, organization or something? Uh, they rejected. They rejected his donation
1: mm. because. Uh-huh.
2: They said that it wasn't genuine.
1: Right? Can you imagine accepting his donation? No, it's obviously through a mouthpiece It's through like, you know, some random oh. person in uh, in Brooklyn saying, "Okay, we need to say this." Yeah. Kyrie is not sorry. He's not sorry. Let's, no. not, let's not act like we're in third grade. Let's be real. He's not sorry.
3: He's not sorry at all. Right. And he
2: he he issued a quote unquote apology on instagram saying or on twitter while saying yeah. while doing research while doing research on whatever uh yhwh i posted a documentary that contained some false anti-semitic anti-semitic statements narratives and language that were untrue and offensive to the jewish race slash religion and i take full yes. accountability uh, full accountability and responsibility for or responsibly as he claimed as he put it for my actions yeah. i am grateful to have a big platform to share knowledge and i want to move forward by having an open dialogue to learn more and grow from this to all the jewish families and communities that are hurt and affected from my post i am deeply sorry to have caused you pain and i apologize i initially reacted out of emotion to being unjustly labeled anti-semitic Instead of focusing on the healing process of my Jewish brothers and sisters that were hurt from the hateful remarks made in the documentary, I want to clarify any confusion on where I stand fighting against anti-Semitism by apologizing for posting the documentary without context and a factual explanation outlining the specific beliefs in the documentary I agreed with and disagreed with. I had no intentions to disrespect any Jewish cultural history regarding the Holocaust or perpetuate any hate. I am learning from this unfortunate event and hope we can find understanding between us all. I am no different than any other human being. I am a seeker of truth and knowledge, and I know who I am.
1: You know you know what was the most yeah, shit? You know, what was the, the,
0: the,
1: you know what was the part of that that he actually wrote the last sentence? Everything else was a mouthpiece. Everything else was planned by someone else in PR. Come on, we're not stupid. Obviously, yeah. someone wrote that. Not, I mean, that Kyrie I didn't sit around in bed and go, oh, I got to write an apology. They were like, you better fucking apologize or you're fucking done.
0: Okay,
1: yeah. I'll do this. I mean, yeah. Seriously, he's through through the motions. It's bullshit. Yeah, the
3: the nets the nets even even said out didn't, he a, didn't write uh, that. The, he didn't the write nets that.
1: Even, he didn't write that.
2: I know. That's what well, this is what I'm saying though. The nets even posted a or they posted a job opening for a PR de, for the PR department. What does that say that, you know, what does that say? That says that you know they want they they want somebody who is going to handle this mess for them instead of the per, instead of the player handling it himself.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Right, and that's on top of the, that's on top of the whole Imei-Yudoka situation, which we'll get to in a few minutes here. Mm, but, that's going to be miserable. Uh now, the Nets have, according to Shams Sharania of The Athletic, the Nets have delivered to Kyrie Irving six items that he must complete in order to return to the team. This includes uh, step number one, apologize and condemn the movie. First off, he's no, he's, right. there's no way he's going to get past that first step, so we can ignore these other steps. Yeah. But this is, these are the other steps. He must donate five hundred thousand dollars to anti hate causes. He must complete sensitivity training as well as anti Semitic training.
0: He must uh, meet
2: with the ADL and yeah, Jewish come in. leaders. Come in. And he also must meet with owner Joe Side to demonstrate uh-huh. understanding. He's not even gonna get past that first step.
1: Uh, yeah. I don't be uh person. so
3: it's just dumb
1: move right there, dumb move. You hey, know, okay, this is. Just... I I do. Was... Uh, sorry, sorry. Just to quickly, you know, give my my overall impression yeah. of uh, Kyrie. Yeah. I sensed it, like I, I could smell something. The second that KD and oh, I'm not come here if uh, Kyrie isn't coming. I said this, this is going to be a problem. Yeah, and um, mm-hmm. this is just. And then they they doubled down. They get hard this is the laziest big he's like a fatter uh Kanye West playing uh, guard. That was terrible. <laughs> no, and then and then he, he's injured, oh, yeah. you know, getting out of bed smoking weed. He gets injured. Yeah, he's not a gamer. And then they traded for Ben Simmons. What? who are they trading for next? You know. All right. Dr. Phil? I mean the the only reason I, I mention that guy is honestly. It's cool. Like I uh I coach kids on the side. Is it side hustle Steve? For uh, the yep. cross and uh, so I, yeah. I, I'm in a company where it's like it's no. a, like I said it's a side hustle, it's a side hustle. So I'll, you know, it's like a sports agency. Oh, uh, blank and blank wants to hire you. So last year I went to a, a backyard in Greenwich, John Marks. I met him, and I said, oh, you know, I was training the son. And I go, Sean, what's going go on here? He's like, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine adopting that that situation? That's a no. complete dumpster fire. Yeah. yeah.
2: And and for some reason, they felt that uh, putting fire on an already burning, uh, or no, adding gasoline to an already burning uh, problem is going to yeah. make things any different.
0: It's going like, to ignite uh, even more.
2: So they've gone from the Kyrie situation, which like I said, he won't get past that first step of apologizing and condemning the movie. There's no way in hell he's going to do that because he still thinks that the earth is flat. So there's no way in hell that he's going to do that.
0: So he's going to stay
2: suspended, stay suspended until... We've
1: met met people like that. Uh, It could be an ex-girlfriend or a neighbor or a boss. Some people will never admit they were wrong. So yeah, Kyrie can... He could burn money. Look at Kanye. I'm, it, it, I don't know. I can't. I, can, I can't understand how it is to be crazy. I, I can't relate.
3: No, I can't either.
2: So now they've decided, and this is coming from a Celtics fan. And let's let me let me remind everybody. I was absolutely ecstatic when they got Ime Udoka. I was absolutely ecstatic oh, in yeah. Boston oh, yeah. uh, when Boston yeah. signed him. Now to find out all this stuff that's happened with Ima Udoka, and he ends mm-hmm. up getting suspended by Boston, Rupert. and now
0: yeah. Boston
3: is willing. Boston, we're horrible right now.
2: Boston is willing to give up Ima right. Udoka no. without any without any compensation no. going the way of Boston. What does that tell you?
1: It's telling me uh, get him out of town. Yeah, we have no worries about it.
0: Yep,
2: exactly. It tells me that it tells me that the Boston Celtics actually have actually have morals, and they don't want oh, yes yeah. somebody like Ime. Well,
1: I mean, imagine. I mean, again, imagine them coming out of so Joseph Ty, one of the the majority owner of the Nets, is Asian. Right, bless and soul. I, I right. love everyone from him. I, I imagine that. He reprimanded Kyrie. He said, please give him the explanation. He won't do that. So they're in a total shit show. Now they're bringing in Iams, who's out of this huge, uh, terrible, you know, whatever. That's not looking good. I mean, uh, then that's their joke. Yeah. And
2: here's,
1: a th- and here's
2: total the shit thing shit. about Nash. Nash. Nash finished his Brooklyn career with a 94-67 and 67 record. It's very yeah. clear that it, and plus and plus also seven and nine in the playoffs in
1: in two years.
2: That's so right. yeah. So I mean, you know, it's very clear that it's not, in my opinion, at least, it's not on Nash. Even though they got off to a no, two and no. five start this year.
1: I no. I also thought I I also thought he was uh, going to be a good coach. I, I I'm not going to say he's a bad coach. He should have. Uh, You know what I mean? He should have probably been an assistant for a year or two. But like you said, I I, I do agree with that. I would not place blame on him. I just don't think he was the most ready. He he wasn't the best match he could have been. Uh, They basically skipped training. They just said, oh, you're the new coach. So it was all really weird. I mean, and it's not really working out for them either.
2: Yeah, but uh, you know, one of the big things I believe one of the big reasons why they've struggled to start out the year is because a they they're integrating Ben Simmons into that lineup to do nothing. And b, they, they lost Bruce Brown. They lost Bruce Brown in free oh, agency. Oh. And they also lost uh they also lost Blake Griffin in free agency as well, which I actually, believe, even though Griffin had a limited amount of games last year, he still put, he still had, uh, he was a key portion of that Brooklyn Nets bench. Uh-huh. Now, yeah. I mean, you take a look at their bench now. They have Seth Curry. They have Patty Mills. I do not recognize anybody else here on this <laughs> bench.
1: I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think Josh Bond recognizes half his bench either. No. Yeah. I mean, it, it 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 you know it's comical. I got to be honest. I mean, that's a huge market. I, Sean Marks, I met him, nice guy. I mean, he he rolled the dice. He bet he betted incorrectly. They're gonna take him up. Mm-hmm. This, this is comical. There's no way the Nets yeah. are near can any stardom. They're not gonna win anything, and their best no. player is 36. He's uh. Built like a... I bet you know. they
3: Durant, give up a first Durant. round. Oh yeah.
1: Yeah, Steve, go for it. Sorry. They,
2: gi- they give up a first-round pick to bring in Royce O'Neal?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm a like, First-round yeah, pick. Yeah, no. Nope. But the ironic part is he actually is playing a little bit well. But, I mean, overall, like you said, I mean, Patty Mills, problem, I mean, huh? this is not a good bench. This is not a good starting five. Ben Simmons doesn't want to be around uh, the basketball. I right. mean, that's just uh, – <laughs> I mean, Chalmers doubled down from like, playing. Yeah, he just keeps losing and losing. I mean, yes. Ben Simmons, I think, is unsalvageable. I I don't see how he actually maintains a good career now.
2: Oh, definitely. You know, he's definitely. Uh, he's been proven as one-dimensional. You know
0: the yes. fact that he and now he's afraid to shoot. shoot.
1: He's afraid to shoot. You know, I, they they won't even. I mean. I mentally, yeah. that's got to be crippling. I mean, honestly, I don't see Ben Simmons averaging more than seven points a game for the rest of the time if that he's with me. For the rest of the time, he's done. He's done. He's
0: and uh, according
2: to, and according to Zach Lowe of ESPN, he suspects that Kevin Durant will be a popular trade target for the rest of the season. Yeah,
0: As yeah. I said, mean, he how, said how the, how Durant.
2: He says like the, vultures, the, the vultures are going to circle on him and they expect oh, the Nets to put a strong face for a while, but uh, to, to not rush it into posture. However, uh, it's hard. It's not hard to see him trying to get out of Brooklyn sooner rather than later.
1: Of course. Yeah. And let's, also let's, not to let's mention he is things. unhappy. He is unhappy with well, Ben I Simmons mean, too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's, He's one of those people that's such a diva. I'm sorry, Durant's always rocked about wherever he is. He's always unhappy. Yeah, yeah I'm going to be really unhappy yeah. if I'm playing a sport that I love as a kid, and I'm making $45 million a year. Uh, oh, yeah, life sucks. Heaven. He's always been a fucking, sorry, pardon my Latin. He's always been a diva. He's I never first. going to be happy. They're both completely toxic. both completely toxic. Yeah, he's happy no he's where he goes. He'll never be happy. Well, I mean, what is no. this? So what does he want? Five all all stars, and then he's going to be happy or Then I'll leave. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Durant's always driven me wild because I I can't understand people that aren't happy when they're when they're playing a pro sport making forty million a year. I mean, what else do you want? I right. I I just I don't. Yeah. yeah. So we're gonna Katie. Yeah, I, where's gonna go back to Golden State.
2: Uh, I don't know. I don't know about but, that. I mean, I that's a whole that. entire other thing. You know, Golden Golden State. The problem with Golden State is they're capped, basically. You know, they yeah. They don't really have any room to be throwing around uh, to be to, to be throwing around any money, and also to keep in mind. Keep in mind. Look at where they are right now in the in the standings. You know, doing six. Golden State is, yeah, right. they stay with that, though. they're they're close to the uh you know they're close to the bottom of the Western Conference surprisingly that's a whole entire situation in and of itself but
0: you I, know I think, I think
3: what
2: different. i I think what may end up happening is that the nets may have to settle for Less than what they wanted for Kevin Durant, I have a feeling that they're gonna they're gonna end up having to give up uh, more. That or you know they're, they're gonna have to you know end up ge- uh, getting less than what I'll they have up, been I like, uh, shooting for the move. I
1: just I just randomly thought of it. Imagine a team like Memphis, give them two number one picks. Does uh. Whoever the hell is running the net? just Sean Marks do that? Two number ones for uh, Durant right now. Right now. Uh, I think, I think, I he, think he, he would picks look the deal for more. Right he'll take the deal right now.
2: No, I think he would look for more, honestly. I think he would look for more than two number one picks.
1: I don't think – I think what but, he would do
2: – I think what he would do is, okay, maybe he would lessen uh, – what's going to end up happening is they're probably going to end up having to lessen, you know – the asking price in terms of players. Like they wanted two all-star players and, and one of them being a young player. So they wanted a young all-star oh, and a no. regular all-star. Oh,
0: oh, boy.
2: Good
3: night, Irene. Oh boy. Yeah. Here we go. You got a bar okay. I can yeah. you guys? I might need
2: it. Um oh, yeah, my friend is already yeah. uh my friend is already in my inbox right now, congratulating. Yeah, me I'm already playing
1: my uh escape to Mexico. Yeah. I did hey, hear a I, trash I can one, though, just put, for the home one was hit
3: though, you know. My, so uh, uh, I won five hundred last night, so
1: that's fun.
3: I did <laughs> hear a trash can though just for the home it was hit, though, so I guess it was a clue. I can, I can hear a bookie looking for me. To,
2: who the hell pitches to Jordan Alvarez still? Seriously, this right. is like pitching to David Ortiz with the bases oh, lower, Or with the uh with with the with runners on base.
3: Yeah, gum move. Four.
1: Let's,
4: and let's and not sound like me let
1: let's not all sound like me at the same time because I'm degenerate and I bet the uh Phillips uh, so 200 bucks. But there's still three innings left. It's not it's not seven to one. It's three to one. No, I know. It's still, come on, come on, I could be a little right. I'm, I'm right talking myself off the ledge. I'm talking myself off it's the not, ledge. It's Jesus not. seven Christ. to one yet. Got him a magician. Yes.
3: got some muffins here. Okay. It,
1: but, can Altuve? Can Altuve be any more annoying? I want that midget gone. No, the plane. The plane. No.
2: He can actually? He can be more annoying. Really.
1: I, I see the guy in my dreams, my nightmares. I'm like Jose, leave, leave the room. He keeps showing up. You
2: know the one oh, thing God. I guess I can be happy for. The one thing I guess I can be happy for here is Christian Vasquez will potentially get another World Series ring. That's the only thing I'll be happy about.
3: Mm. I hate
2: I hate the Astros. I hate the Astros, but I love Christian Vasquez, and I wish that Boston had never traded him.
3: And just for game one yeah, and That's
1: because Sean Bloom was a fucking idiot.
3: You're also forgetting. Yeah, Baxter was
1: a very good Red Sox. He was a very loyal, consistent guy. They're like, no, we can't have you.
0: <laughs>
1: I mean, no, we need these well, two. I, we need these two prospects. Yeah. 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 Where are they fucking mowing lawn somewhere?
2: Well, no, one of them looks like one of them looks like they might be ready for the bigs next year, but the other one is okay. in Double okay. A.
1: Okay. I didn't know that. Because
2: supposedly 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 the one that was in AAA was supposed to have been called up to Houston before uh the trade ended up happening so when the trade obviously ended up happening uh you know obviously that call up plan was canceled so okay but originally yeah. originally he was supposed to get called up to Houston and, and then mm. the trade happened And by the way, uh, uh, a true. little a little add on a little why, add why on he, to
1: that Bruin. What is this? I feel like, I feel like I feel like I'm watching Aaron Boone. Why is this picture not been removed? I mean, are we yeah. all bra- brain dead or is because there brain functioning?
2: He no, he has to face the minimum of three batters. Three batters what the fuck? part of the rule. Yeah, it's part of the rule.
1: Wow. Yeah I didn't I, honestly pitcher, I didn't know that much.
2: That's insane. Yeah. Yeah, every pitcher that gets brought they have into the a game. If you to must, let them get them like
1: target must, practice. they gotta sh- shoot them. Wow. Yeah.
2: You must face you must face a minimum three of batter. three ba- of three batters before you can get removed.
3: Right. Or two drink
2: minimums, whichever comes first. And, now. and by the way, a little addition to the uh to the Bruins story that we talked about earlier. Uh, Don Sweeney declined to do an interview on Hockey Night in Canada today. Tonight, what a, so that, that should tell you. That should tell you all you need to know. I can't yeah. boycott.
1: Oh, I think a oh, he boycott he's, might be in here. I shit. put him with that guy. Are you kidding me? I would never guy or, or support him or anything. No, I would. I would literally boycott.
2: That Sweeney Sweeney yeah. declined to do an interview because he's chicken shit. And instead, he had Bergeron do a sit-down with them earlier this week.
1: <laughs> Laughable.
2: Yeah. But,
0: but yeah, see, got here away. we go. They got, Dominguez.
2: Oh. They, they, got, they got Dominguez up now because this is, uh, this is Alvarado's last uh, – yeah, Kyle Tucker is his last batter. I'm
1: telling you, I'm telling you hold them to 3-1, It got it's a two-run lead. It's not – like I said, it's not 9-1. to one. The yeah, but the, the way uh, that
3: Philly's playing the Philly's right now couple, it doesn't
1: look... They can hit a couple bombs real quick. They can tie it up. I guess this lineup, I don't know. Not with the way they're pitching right
2: now, though. Because that Thank was you. nowhere near the strike zone.
1: But <laughs> well, I said that. They they gotta, keep gotta, in
3: mind, gotta, it doesn't matter what Philly does. Azures have last at-bat.
1: That's fun, but they, they have to just escape the damage. But, again, it's not 5-0. Yeah. to zero. It's not 10-1. to one. It's Dude, it's a two-run game. The Phillies—they can give you score that. in bunches. They can score in bunches. The fat lady has not sung yet. I, I was looking around for Rosie O'Donnell. I haven't seen her.
3: Okay, good one there. Good one there.
1: Or oh, Rosanne uh-huh.
3: I was in a different direction, but okay. And now the crowd. <laughs> now the crowd, the crowd. The
2: crowd is now taunting <laughs> the Yankees with. The crowd is now taunting the Yankees, the Yankees with the chant, We want Houston.
3: <laughs> right. You know, uh, they had to go there. Uh,
4: because this is a, because nah, this
2: is I, what you know, th- that that was basically their rallying cry now all of a sudden. Ever since yeah. the Yankee fans chanted We Want right. Houston right. for the uh, for the ALCS. Uh-huh.
1: Uh, another and, and bit of NBA one, I'm news. Not, obviously, obviously, guys, I'm not a Phillies fan. I should have been, but I'm a Mets. Fan. But you know, like there, if yeah. there's one thing I know about right now about this team: those guys are not going to die easy. You're going to see some no. runs, man. I'm telling you, the Phillies are going to probably score five runs tonight. I'm telling you. Well, they better hope
2: because uh, because you know you. You gotta, you gotta hope that you can. Uh, and by the way, those those runs were charged to. Uh, they weren't charged to Alvarado. They, they were charged to um, Wheeler. So.
1: Oh yeah, put them on. Uh, put put him on.
2: on. Put As we Put on know, Wheeler's two runs two, two runs were charged to Wheeler. One was charged to Alvarado, obviously because of the home run. But.
1: Uh, you know the, this the thing is, I said this, this to my is, this is uh this is actually the World Series right here. The next two minutes, watch. Yeah, they yeah. can they can blow it up the, or they can if the if no if the Phillies escape here they're in the game, I mean they have right. to escape. And, this game. Yeah, this may be the second. Dude, this may, this may be the second loss. The sixth inning. Yeah,
2: but you know this may be the second. This may be the second championship loss that Philly has had uh, today because the Philadelphia Union Union. uh, lost the MLS Cup today after leading in extra time. And they ended up giving up a game-tying goal with about two minutes left uh, to LAFC. Wow. Then they went to penalty kicks, and LAFC won in penalty kicks. So uh, Philly Philly has already lost one title tonight, and – uh, if they can't come back here, they will have lost two titles in one night.
1: A double whammy if I ever saw one. I feel like I'm getting banged uh, from behind by uh, Dinko Snyder. This is deplorable. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Pardon my left. <laughs> yeah. Uh, At least that guy's By the way, the- his, his franchise.
2: So speaking of uh, speaking of Philadelphia, uh, the NBA has taken away the Seventy Sixers' second round picks this year and next year due oh, to yeah. tampering violations. Why? Yep, uh, because they reportedly talked to PJ Tucker and Denwell House Jr. before they were allowed to. Wow! Before free agency, before the tampering period had expired.
1: And then they realize James Harden's a toad, and they're trying to backtrack out of that contract. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> another thing, too. He's now, he's now out
2: for a month with a right foot tendon strain. Yeah. For, yeah. For, he,
1: he, was, he was running around the buffet and got injured. I mean, you know, Harden's this a is complete, a... I'm sorry. Harden's a complete scrub. I'm sorry. Obviously, he's very gifted, but talk about an underachieving, right. lazy person. I, I, guess, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't I mean, know that's... why the Nets lazy the guy at once, or you know, just divas. He's got that negative yeah. energy. I would not want the guy anywhere on my roster. And and, and, I, and, I, and, now, and now because Harden? of his because of his injury, uh,
2: DeAnthony Melton is now taking his spot in the uh, rotation until
1: he returns. I like him a little bit.
3: Yeah, goes our so. season right now, Oh, boy. Yeah,
1: But I mean, just imagine. I mean, I can't. I, I don't think Embiid I don't likes him to at all. And B does not like Harden. I don't think many basketball mm-hmm. players do. He just walks around. He, you know, he's got the shimmy shake. He's getting older. He's got no – I mean, I don't know. Yeah, he's limited. He's like a B-plus yeah. player. He's not even – Not even. I wouldn't even say an all-star. Uh, I mean, maybe.
0: Friend, yep. but you know what I'm
1: saying. He's lost, uh, like, you know, three steps.
2: Well, don't forget, they can now pick their friends.
1: For an all-star team, so uh, well, it's like the real life all yeah. I mean, they can just, the all-star they can just game say, is gonna really. We're going to go in the heat next year. They, they pick, you know, all the teams now. Yeah, the
2: all-star game isn't really an all-star game anymore.
1: They basically pick their friends, essentially. Yeah, it almost feels like free agencies like that, which is sad. It's that that's the one sport that's been decimated by, I don't know what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It's, I don't know. There's no there's no loyalty, man. Oh let's go let's go to South Beach. Let's start a team. I mean, come on. Yeah. Right. And actually uh
2: real quick here, uh Logan Paul did have a boxing match in set for January. That now is likely not yeah. to happen. Oh wow. I just uh I just I just saw this. He had a uh uh he had a boxing match scheduled for January, and now that is more than really? likely not going to happen. Interesting. And it's not known who he would have fought against. But uh, regardless, he tore basically his entire leg, so it's not going to happen. Oh, what do we have here? Bryce Young. Alabama takes the lead 21-17. to Okay. We got us a game now between LSU and Bama. They're now starting to uh have
3: expected
0: they're starting to uh
2: to rack up the uh points.
3: And Now
2: we uh, now we go from one other Uh, bit of drama to yet another bit of drama. This one, I know it's a week late. I meant to talk about it last week, but for some reason, I don't know why we didn't. Uh, Josh Primo has officially cleared waivers, the former Spurs guard, and he is now an unrestricted free agent. The former lottery pick was was waived due to exposing himself to women in the Spurs organization and also at least one former employee has hired legal counsel. <laughs> oh no.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. See,
2: this is the here's the problem. Like like uh like Alex said, they needed to get out of this, They needed to get out of this inning with just a three-one deficit. Now Houston adds to it, and right there, Christian Vasquez and Heim Bloom. Yeah, damn it. you don't want to keep... Back. You don't want to keep
1: part of my French. Fucking Vasquez. Yeah, of
2: yeah. Heim Bloom.
1: Games
0: of my reality. Uh, so Heim oh, does, Bloom oh, doesn't want to keep him. Mm-hmm. So, the playoff, so,
2: High, and they were so High Bloom Black doesn't Black Black. want to keep him around.
1: Yeah, and instead, well, yeah, yeah, send him to I mean, Houston. Let's talk management. It's They've let, they've left a lot. They've let a lot of people go. They're not retaining their talent.
3: Well, they have a cheater as a manager, Alvin Cora. Talk about.
1: Yeah, my roommate Parker just made a great point. I'll score. I mean, yeah, a lot of Red Sox fans are are pissed off. Yeah, as they should be.
2: And you know, I'm pissed off. I'm pissed off too. You know, uh, the fact that we're basically coming to terms now that Xander Bogarts is likely going to leave because they do not want to pay Xander Bogarts what he's worth. And then after next year, Rafael Devers will leave after uh, apparently there was a report out there that uh, Sox management visited Rafael Devers in the Dominican Republic last week in order to, quote, unquote, check up on him and wish him a happy birthday.
0: Mm. Wow.
2: This team doesn't give a shit about, expendi- about extending their star players. No, and the
1: saddest thing is, they used to be such. A, they're they're always Nothing gonna be a all. bad franchise. Oh. I don't know. oh here we go. Go! Oh. Jesus Christ! Why do you make something so easy and look so hard? All right, got out of it. Okay. Yeah, yeah got out Getting of it, but be, they're still alive. I don't know. They're about to get shot. That
2: that could be that could be one one far extra run yeah i mean they do they do have three more uh three three more ups in order to try and in order to try and make it happen but
1: yeah it's true well i have a, do i have a feeling
2: i have a feeling that one extra run could be the difference for houston oh uh,
1: well yeah yeah Kirk, is coming Vasquez, uh, did, uh, Who's coming up real muto
2: uh Castellanos, well, Boehm, and Segura.
3: You, it could, be a... hmm. could be a difference maker here. Uh, uh
2: coming up coming up are Castellanos, Boehm, and Segura
3: for uh Okay, that's a Philly. good that's a good that's a good um rotation there. It's good. It's a good batting order. Good pitcher
2: for Houston.
0: You know, here's here's out. the thing too is
2: Vasquez yeah. did this. Who's out? Oh, it's in uh,
1: Christian Javier. Is the
2: starter out. They're going in the bullpen now. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they're going with uh, Hector Neris, Should Javier Philly. get the
3: crap in the no-hitter? Yeah. yeah. No, I'm, I'm saying not did he, should he, because they didn't uh, I don't think it was discussed uh, who got it.
1: All right, what was your question?
3: Sorry. Should, should Javier get credit in the no-hitter on Wednesday?
1: Well, I mean, how, how long did he last? Six, I mean, six Simply, uh, he, is, lasts, is it, as he As far as wins six and losses. As well as, uh, no, as far as uh, W's and L's, wins and losses, and no-hitters, the pitcher has to go at least six innings. That makes it efficient. Yeah, he lasted six innings. So he he lasted five and a six innings. Great job. It doesn't count.
2: Yeah, he lasted right. six innings. Two two walks, nine strikeouts
3: through six. Yeah. So he should get it. And then, and
2: then, uh, not then how they they went can't. with. A, then they went with Abreu, Montero, and Presley
1: to finish off right. the other three innings.
0: Now, Not we're talking...
1: If the inevitable happens, can we start a riot to the point where we can just stand? Can we somehow get the Astros out of Major League Baseball? Is that a possibility? Or
0: well, They, tra- they only
1: tried hope... to do that.
2: <laughs> they tried to do that during the cheating scandal, and they only got one year
1: yeah. out of the playoffs. Banging on trash cans. Well, they cheated the Dodgers. They cheated Kershaw. They lied and cheated. They cheated. Uh, and you know what? The there was, there was, and they definitely uh, cheated the Yankees as there... well. The there, yeah, oh, a there,
2: were, there were there were audible trash can noises oh, yeah. last uh, last series against the Yankees. Yeah, it's
0: not nice. Yeah, there
2: were there were audible right. trash can noises in the ALCS. That much I remember. I know. But,
0: <laughs>
2: but uh, we do have. Uh, some other bits of news. First off, the, uh, the Warriors, they picked up the options on Jonathan Kaminga as well as James Wiseman for their contract options for next year. So Kaminga will remain with the team as well as Wiseman. Uh, the Sixers, they picked up Tyrese Maxey's fourth-year option, which is not really a surprise. So Maxey will only be making $4.3 million despite his uh, stat line where of him uh turning into a budding uh a budding superstar in the making for them
0: i love you uh
2: also a a few uh hockey notes philadelphia flyers center sean couturier he is out three to four months following back surgery and Also, uh, James Van Riemsdyk is set to miss six weeks with a broken finger as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Also, former goaltender Devin Dubnik officially announced his retirement from the NHL last week after 12 seasons in the league. Uh, The 36-year-old goalie who last played with Colorado in the 2020-2021 season had (laughs) 253 career wins. Uh, to go along with 206 career losses and 54 overtime or shootout losses. Mm -hmm. With a career goals against average of 2.61 and a save percentage of 91.4 to go along with 33 career shutouts in 542 games played. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let's see. Now we have the NFL, and we might as well get to talking about this because there's two things involving the Commanders. So yeah. The first bit of information: uh, the U.S. Attorney's Office is reportedly investigating the Washington Commanders for alleged financial improprieties. Specifically, it's specifically the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Virginia. And it says here in particular uh, it's for financial impropriety by owner Dan Snyder
1: and team executives. Yeah, Dan Snyder was actually uh, exposed for being a complete piece of shit. Yeah.
2: And also it it says here that one of the potential crimes was cooking its
3: league books
2: uh, as well as sharing false ticket
1: sales data with the NFL office.
0: And, and now, because he, of this... Now, that's,
1: that's, that's an example of someone who should have long ago been dismissed. There's no way that person should be running a professional team, let alone, you know, holding out a job. He's a complete psycho.
0: And I, I think you have an
1: Yeah. I mean, Gans Snyder has no business running a team.
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah, he has no... It's it's a It's a wonder why he is still... Oh, an owner right now when you consider I mean granted this is a completely different sport but the NBA yeah. they wasted no time they wasted no time with Donald Sterling now granted it's a completely yeah. it's a completely different scenario well actually no kind of similar it's sort of the okay. sort of along the same lines there but Donald Sterling they held the vote almost immediately to force him to sell But now, you know, they have – the NFL has basically been dragging its feet with this issue. And now because of this, Daniel Snyder has hired Bank of America to sell the Washington Commanders. This is according to to Mike Ozanian of Forbes. Really? And it says that Snyder and his bankers are exploring all options and a transaction could be for the entire NFL team or a minority stake. And Snyder reportedly has interest from at least four groups looking to purchase the team, which is valued at $5.6 billion despite 30 years of futility. Mm -hmm depending on the details of the, of the uh, sale of the organization, he could remain as a member of the organization. Mm -hmm. And honestly, you know, it's, it's a long time coming for Washington because, you know, he, he, Snyder is basically losing allies by the day, essentially uh, around the league. It's,
1: it's yeah. been long overdue. Yeah, he was the worst kept secret, if you will. I yeah. mean, he was the guy that everyone wanted out for a long time, and life has been an interesting way of uh, handling, you know, things in a right. different way. So, like, they couldn't get him, right. and now they're now he's at, he's on the way out. Right, this guy. You know, it's gotten thing. to the point. Karma, karma is a beautiful thing. Yeah, it's gotten
2: to the point too. Where the commanders are basically becoming a laughing stock
1: of the NFL. So
0: yeah. where most watching the, the really
1: home the, games know, the sad thing is to the uh, players, they're a respectable group of people. But the owners get yeah. such a joke. So it's like and he's the guy with all the money. So when he leaves, right. I think well, everything else will go well. Right.
2: And the thing the thing the yeah. thing that's uh especially embarrassing too is the fact that most Washington home games they sound like away games for the Commanders, to where most of the fans are fa- the most of the fans that attend home games are fans of the teams that they're playing. Yes, as opposed to as opposed to their own fans. So you know that that really speaks that really speaks volumes of what people think about the, uh, commander's organization. So, uh, a couple of other bits of news before we go into the NFL trading deadline, uh, former okay. chiefs, assistant coach and son okay. of Andy Reid, uh, Brit Reed was officially sentenced yeah. to three years in prison for the DWI crash that severely injured a young girl last year. Uh, yep.
1: Obviously, you know. Yeah, I'm a a massive. uh, I'm a massive. uh, That, honestly, guys, that's my favorite head coach of all time in any sport, Andy Reid. Yeah, his sons were, um, you know, driving around sports cars with uh, dad's credit card, uh, getting busted for drugs, uh, hit and runs, prostitute. They have a really. uh, Unfortunately, his sons were out of control, and so this is, uh, you know, it's sad, but uh, I mean, I saw it coming. So he's facing about what right. two years, I want to say. He'll, you know, you know, money talks. he will probably get out in about six months. Probably, but which, it's sad. Is, which is pretty sad. It's sad. Yeah.
0: Uh, I mean, I, I not love not just, meter, not, yeah.
2: not just that, but also yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals—they lost their okay. offensive analyst Adam Zimmer, the son of longtime yeah. Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer—passed yep. away Zimmer. unexpectedly yep. on Monday, according to his sister Corey.
1: Uh, he passed oh,
0: away oh, at shame. the age
2: of
1: 38. And if you recall, Mike Zimmer was an awesome uh, defensive coordinator too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, terrible all around. I think uh, I saw it the other day. A lot of players were showing support. It's very uh, unfortunate. Yeah,
2: Adam had started his NFL coaching career back in 2006 when he became the assistant linebacker coach of the New Orleans Saints at the age of 22. Uh, He then went on to coach for the Chiefs, the Bengals, and then the Vikings, where he served as a linebacker coach, as well as a code defensive coordinator underneath his father. Uh, This year, he had been working remotely as an analyst for Bengals head coach Zach Taylor. Uh, before he passed away unexpectedly this past Monday, and as of now, I don't think there are any new uh details at all in regards to how you know what the cause was or anything uh, however we uh we did have quite the eventful we did have quite the eventful uh trade deadline last yeah. week in the NFL as uh, yeah how can i how can i put it i i believe they said there was a record 10 trades that were made which is a new record uh for for deadline day uh and in particular you know some of the some of the more notable acquisitions the Minnesota yeah. Vikings Got T.J. Hawkinson from the Detroit Lions, along with a fourth-round pick this year and a conditional fourth next year, in exchange for their second-round pick this year and their third-round pick next year. So basically, Steve, in exchange,
1: Steve, give me yes, uh, yes, I, I'll. I would want, I wanted to chime in. This, can you imagine? Okay, I thought Detroit was finally getting better, dude. They just traded this yes, they their best young player into their own division. Why would they do exactly. that? Why would they do that?
0: Because, because
2: he, I think it's because he's doing extension next summer,
1: or I mean next spring. Next spring he's doing extension, and they don't want to oh. give him that. I was like, oh, yeah, I, I love yeah. this guy, but we're going to move on, and then I'll move you uh, next door. Like, why would they trade him out of the division, obviously? So it's still right, so, yeah. you, know, you know, it does not make
0: it does
2: not make sense. What the, the only thing I can really think of is maybe perhaps the Vikings had the best offer. That's the only thing I can think of. Because I mean, let's keep in mind, T.J. Hawkinson. You know, he's a former he's a former first round pick, and they ended up giving away uh they ended up getting uh a second and third round pick back for him so really you know it, it kind of makes me wonder if maybe perhaps uh maybe perhaps his value uh, maybe he was overvalued by the lions and Uh, You know, the Lions were going to, you know, they weren't really going to get what they originally wanted. And, oh,
1: I thought that was a homer at first.
0: Uh, You
2: know, they they probably weren't going to get what they originally wanted. So they decided, they probably decided, well, Minnesota gave us the best offer. And we're not willing to, we're not willing to invest this much okay. money into this okay. guy, uh, so why not
3: okay, get
2: what we can for him right now? Okay. To me, though, I don't know if that speaks. Yeah. I don't know if that speaks more about, or if that speaks less about Hawkinson, mm-hmm. or okay. if it speaks less about their. If it okay. speaks more about uh, the lack of confidence that they have in Jared Goff. I mean, Hawkinson's numbers didn't look that bad, you know. Twenty six. I mean, granted, they are a little so, low. Twenty six catch twenty six catches, three touchdowns, uh, three hundred and ninety five yards. He was averaging a career high fifteen point two yards per catch. So, I don't know if that, I don't know if if maybe. You know, may, maybe the Lions are heading for a, uh, an even more extended rebuild, and they just wanted to get what they could right now. But it, it is kind of puzzling, though, that they uh, that yeah. they made one of their divisional rivals that much better. Where this is. Face hit,
0: oh,
2: All right, Lou. What are, What are your thoughts, Lou, on uh, on Minnesota? Acquiring T.J. Hawkinson from the Lions.
3: <laughs> Anytime anybody can get away from the Lions is a good move. Vikings have, you know, Vikings have done a lot better than I think it's been as a big surprise of the year so far. One of them. So that's a smart move right there. I mean, the Lions are are just a trash heap. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah
1: the Lions, not, the Lions. Not just that, that though.
2: You know, it's not just that, but the fact that they traded him to a divisional rival. How do you trade him?
0: How do you oh, trade him to the division? Oh yeah.
3: I mean, that's uh, that, I mean, yeah, I've, I've always wondered that question. You know, how does it feel to get turned to a divisional rival? Because
1: I've always, I've always, you know, wondered about that. I've asked that question a million
3: yeah. times.
0: Yeah.
1: And Lou, you're at some point, but imagine, like, if you're running a team, why would you trade a really good young player? into in your division to someone else so they can beat you what yeah. twice on a sunday i i just, right I, I, it doesn't make sense
2: uh this just in number four clemson falls to notre dame to notre 35 dame. to 14.
0: Ooh.
2: notre dame won
1: wow that's remarkable
0: yep
2: notre dame notre dame killed them 35 14. really okay really wow uh not just that but we also saw Kansas uh Kansas State kind of get upset today 34 27 by Texas uh obviously Tennessee you know they lost to Georgia 27 13 which kind of makes you wonder maybe perhaps was Tennessee kind of overrated as a number as the number 1 team in the world yeah uh, let's see. Looks like that's it. I think for the. Oh no, Michigan State upset Illinois, upset sixteenth ranked oh, yeah. Illinois twenty three to fifteen today.
3: Okay, we go to the eighth.
2: And Oklahoma State. I don't know how the hell they're still ranked, but Oklahoma State dropped to Kansas thirty seven yeah. to sixteen. Oh, no. Actually, we did see another one, too. Syracuse, uh, 20th-ranked Syracuse, lost to Pittsburgh, 19-9. to 9. So Wow. We did have a few upsets. Right now, uh, it's sure still did. ongoing. Uh, looks like we're going into overtime uh, between Alabama and LSU. They are tied at 24 apiece uh Michigan with a 45 to 17 lead over Rutgers with about 5 minutes to go in the yeah. fourth. Yeah. Yeah, color me shocked. Uh yeah. Uh Utah with a 45 Utah with a 45 to 12 lead over Arizona with uh time dwindling down in the fourth and NC State with a 27-14 lead over Wake Forest. Interesting. And, yeah. and real qu real quick too, USC has opened up this game with a giving up a touchdown to California. So Wow. Maybe another potential upset in the making, uh yeah. out there. Hey Steve, sorry man. What was the final on uh Tennessee? Uh Tennessee it it was twenty seven thirteen Georgia.
3: Twenty seven thirteen. yeah.
1: I mean, I I I logged in. I, I watched it maybe for about you know ten percent of the game. It just it's amazing. Sure. They're both like full of really good players, but you know, aka NFL players. It uh, Georgia yeah. looks that much better. Like they're bigger and faster. It's scary. They look better than yeah. the uh, old school Alabama. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. look like those. They're those dudes. Yeah. You know, it kind of makes you think too. It kind it kind
2: of makes you think the fact that Tennessee beat Alabama. It kind of makes wow. you wonder: Does that say does that say, they beat Alabama, but yet they got killed by Georgia? So, oh, wow. That's it. Bama's done. You know that kind. Of, it kind of tells you just exactly where. Everybody falls
1: in the college exactly. rankings.
2: Exactly. Oh amazing my the God!
1: And then, and then, and then, going to um pro rosters. So look at the um, look at the Eagles. They're uh um, right. Miles Sanders backup at Penn State, and then Jalen Hurts is a backup at Alabama, and now
0: they're
1: the hottest team in the league. They were both backups in the in college. I mean, it's absurd.
2: Oh my God! We have an update in SMU, Houston. The score yeah. with three thirty-five with to go. The score is seventy-seven to sixty-three. SMU. <laughs> SMU has thrown nine touchdowns, and oh boy. ran and, and they've ran for two as well. Houston oh, come on. has thrown. Houston has thrown seven touchdowns, and they've rushed for two. Yeah. And Lou, I, I'm getting the feeling that uh, that wasn't a good uh, that no. wasn't a good update there.
3: No, I mean the, the, the catch that Houston made. Come on, unreal. What looked like a base here was a yeah. see
2: the replay. Uh, Phillies are down to their final 5 outs.
0: Yeah. All
2: right, our, our next uh our next move and honestly, I feel this could have been the move of the deadline, I feel. The Miami mm-hmm. Dolphins, the Miami Dolphins acquired yeah. edge rusher Bradley Chubb as well as a fifth-round pick in 2025 from the Denver Broncos. And in exchange, they sent over Chase Edmonds, a fourth-round pick in 2024, and San Francisco's first-round pick this year. So now the Dolphins, out of everything that they – out of that entire San Francisco trade, they turned that San Francisco trade – when San Francisco traded up to get Trey Lance, they turned that into Bradley Chubb, Tyreek Hill, and one other yeah. person, I think. So, I
0: think
2: it's safe. Yeah. And, and also, not to not to mention too, uh, they then gave Bradley Chubb an extension immediately after acquiring him. So, yeah, Chubb will not see Chubb will not
0: 100, see 100 the market for quite
1: some I mean, time. He, he, he yeah, pass, sure. Yeah, they're going all. Up. I mean, the Dolphins are all in, obviously.
0: Clearly, Kyrie Hill,
1: uh, Chubb. I, am I am I a believer? No, but they're believing something that down in uh, South Beach.
2: Yeah, clearly they are all in uh, this season with <laughs> the acquisitions with the acquisitions that they've made. They are clearly all in at this point. Sure. Um, For- which you you know who knows mm-hmm. maybe maybe the Dolphins can uh you know can make something can make something here I mean just taking a look at the at the standings where everything is right now they they're at five and three so if a couple of games go certain ways you know maybe perhaps the Dolphins I mean
1: they'll they'll
2: probably make the playoffs or potentially make the playoffs I should say based on how awesome. the rest of the AFC is looking. So it's awesome. it's definitely possible. Cool.
1: But I just – I there really think Topper. that just this ride. Bradley Chubb – we're die. Eighth inning, four to one.
3: Yeah.
1: Achilles
0: off the I said before,
3: stand. put up or shut up.
0: Yeah. This is the, this oh, is the end of the we
2: have road. What do we have here? Pass interference in the end zone? Yeah. Oh, wow. Pass interference, but LSU LSU is trying to argue that the ball was tipped. Wow. LSU LSU is trying to argue that the ball is tipped. Uh, Refs aren't buying it. They would. So, right now, uh, basically, Alabama Alabama gets a gift at the one-yard
1: line. James, what's our leadership? Uh,
3: Doesn't think Alabama?
1: Doesn't
0: anything LSU has the game in hand? Mm. Pops it it up.
2: up. One last shot. shot. It looks like it just missed his hand. They're trying to argue it was tipped, but it literally looked like it just missed.
3: Upon looking at that replay, I'm growing
1: accustomed to burning money. Thanks to uh, the Astros.
0: Yeah. Phil, so,
4: so,
2: uh, let, let me no, bring I mean, in. Uh, let me bring in JB. Uh, JB, principal. are you watching? Are, are you watching the uh, the Alabama game?
4: Yes, I am.
2: What do uh. you think of that last? What do you think of that of that pass interference? Was the ball tipped, or mm. was that a clean pass?
4: You know, I didn't get to see it because I was uh, calling, and I got a, uh, I got one of my uh, handkerchiefs out, and I didn't see it.
2: Well, it's weird because they keep showing the replay. They keep they keep. Uh, uh, oh, it is under review actually right now. the uh, The pass interference call is under review. It's weird because. It, the ball changes direction or it changes rotation, I should say, but it doesn't look like it. You can't really tell if it actually was tipped from any of the angles that they're showing here.
4: Yeah, that's it. literally
2: thing. now the one they're showing right now, it uh, looks like it literally just missed the, the, uh, hand of the defender. Yes. Sure. So that this should be bit, you know depending on what happens here this could be a game altering decision here. Let's see what they go with. Uh here we go. It is Oh, oh my oh. god. The ruling stands.
4: Oh, oh man. What? Wow! So
2: Alabama,
4: Alabama gets
2: so Alabama gets the Alabama gets the ball on the one
4: yard ball line. On the one. Jesus! Wow! If 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 Those they're not, nice. they, they are lucking out. <laughs> I swear. Yeah! Wow! Uh
3: uh-huh.
2: I you know it's it's weird because. On the replay you can't really tell. So I guess because it's inconclusive that you can't really tell if the ball was deflected wow. or if the ball was tipped that uh that that basically constitutes that the call stands because it's inconclusive.
4: Right.
0: I
2: would think but uh j b we've been talking about the uh about the n f l trade deadline uh that came up this week, and i don't know if you've paid attention at all to any of the uh to any of the moves that happened but it was actually it was a record setting trade deadline
4: i haven't been paying attention to be honest with you no.
2: I mean, I'm surprised. I'm surprised your Bengals didn't really uh, didn't do anything. They didn't even address, uh, you know, their number one weakness, uh, which what? is the, the offensive line, or they didn't even they didn't even address the absence of Jamar Chase. They didn't even mm-hmm. try to bring in a uh, a wide receiver or anything. Right? Well, yeah, I'm su- I, I'm su- I'm
4: surprised. You know it. With the Bengals, it nothing surprises me here. Nothing shocking. Nothing. Nothing surprises. Nothing surprises me with the uh, Cincinnati uh, higher ups and okay. what they hire, what they don't hire, and all that kind of stuff. Nothing surprises oh, wow. me.
0: And
2: here, and here we go. Uh, Alabama scores here, so that was basically. Oh no, they didn't score. Yeah. Oh Okay. Okay. So they didn't score. It's th- it's third and goal now. So they wow. they've, How they've, do you they've stop gone like on
0: two.
2: They've yeah. gone on two consecutive two consecutive run attempts here, and they haven't. Let's see. uh here we go. Here's the third. Although he's in shotgun though, so. Okay, nope. they're running. Him. And touchdown. Yeah. So Bama gets in there. But uh, we do have some other moves to to talk about. Uh, The Ravens, they acquired uh, star linebacker Roquan Smith from the Chicago Bears in exchange for linebacker A.J. Klein and second and fifth round picks in this year's draft. So now in back-to-back weeks, the Bears have traded two key members of their defense. Last week it was Robert Quinn. This week, it's Roquan Smith, and Smith appeared in all eight games for the Bears this season, totaling 83 tackles, four tackles for loss, and two and a half sacks, and now the former number eight overall pick of the 2018 NFL Draft. He's a two-time second-team All-Pro, and in the final year of his rookie deal, it looks like that it's not known whether or not uh, Baltimore will be able to uh, come to an agreement with him because they also, they yes. also will have to pay Lamar Jackson as well. Uh, but right now, I mean, it looks like uh, to me, Lou, that Baltimore is, well, they're gearing up to, to strengthen yeah. their lead on the AFC North, but also, you know, this makes their defense a little more scarier.
3: Yeah, I would. I would think the same way as well. And by the way, this
2: did just go final. SMU defeated uh, Houston seventy-seven to sixty-three. And no, that is not a wow. basketball. That is not a basketball game. Although, that is it,
0: although it looks like
2: one, football.
0: Yeah, although it really. Does
2: look like one. Yeah, it does look like one, but nope, that is college football. The offense football was great. Right the defense was trash. And LSU wide open touchdown Watch. on the first play. First play, and they and they and they uh, they they ran a running play on the very. I'm first actually,
4: play.
3: Too bad, Bama. Yeah,
4: I'm actually streaming it right now.
3: <laughs> How much time left in that game? Uh it's overtime.
2: Oh, oh, that. Yeah. That that crazy rule, yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's overtime right he, now he, it's for he, it's uh,
3: right.
2: Oh, yeah on. ESPN. Oh, boy. oh, are they going for two? LSU, wow.
0: Oh, LSU, come on, is they going go for, for, for two?
2: the. Blech. I think i are gonna get LSU. LSU is going for the win. Ah, uh, no, no, no. Go for it! Go for it! No, nope. Looks like. Looks like Brian Kelly has called a timeout. Chicken. So maybe they were just. He's out. I don't I don't understand, I don't understand what they're doing here. Then. He's out.
0: You
2: but. Uh, another move that was made this week, the Jacksonville Jaguars, they acquired Calvin Ridley in a surprise move from the Falcons, yeah. future conditional draft selections. And here's where it gets tricky because according to how this all breaks down, uh, depending on when he is reinstated to the league, the uh, one of the two picks will be a fifth or sixth round pick, oh. depending on when – depending on when he's reinstated. Uh, Jacksonville will also send a a second, third, or fourth round pick next year, depending on if he makes the team, reaches a playtime threshold, or if he is signed to a long-term extension. If he's signed to a long-term extension, it'll be a second Mm -hmm. round pick. If he reaches a playtime threshold, it'll be a third, and if he makes the team, it'll be a fourth. Depending on how everything breaks down. Now, obviously, of course, Ridley has been suspended for the season due to
4: gambling right.
2: on on Falcons games last year. On one game, oh, yeah. he was. Oh, Alabama almost got, almost got caught with uh, too many with too many men on defense.
3: Well, and
2: <laughs> they got it. Alabama drops in overtime, thirty-two to 31.
3: Wow. What a weird game. Oh my
2: God. (sighs) I can't believe I can't believe that.
3: Believe it. Wow.
4: And even though I picked Alabama, uh, I I guess the way they were playing tonight, I'm glad that uh, LSU, you know, I like to see the uh, underdog win sometimes. And this is one of those games that I like to see LSU beat
0: uh,
4: Alabama, even though I picked Alabama. Alabama.
2: Wow, unbelievable. Yeah. Brian I Kelly really has ball Brian Kelly has balls of steel going out there for the two point when he could have when he could have just gone for the tie. He's got balls oh, yeah. of steel going for going for two against Alabama. Yeah. Wow. And that's his first career win, actually, against Alabama oh. as a college coach. So now we are going to have, because of their loss today, we are now going to have the first ever college football playoff without Alabama or Clemson. Think about that.
3: Wow. I didn't see that coming. It never happens.
2: Yeah, that, I mean that's unbelievable.
4: Well, I picked Georgia the beginning of the season, so I still have uh, I did. still have a you chance.
2: Did. Yeah, you still do. I think I picked Georgia, or no, I picked Alabama. I think so. Yeah, that's uh, that's unfortunate for me. Um,
3: okay, top nine coming up. Here we go. So the,
2: uh,
3: the Bills, uh, they acquired
2: Naheem Hines from the Indiana Colts or the Indianapolis Colts in exchange for Zach Moss and a conditional sixth-round pick in this year's draft. Uh, and it's weird because the Bills drafted James Cook with a second-round pick earlier this offseason in the hopes that, that he would fill the pass-catching role that they've wanted in their backfield. But now Cook is going to have to take a back seat to Hines. Yeah. So, you know, so much so much for developing your pass catching running back when they just decided let's just go out and get one in Hines, anyways. I don't know. It's kind of, it's kind of strange to me that they would that they would go and do that uh, anyways. Uh, you know, Lou, I want to get your thoughts on this. Uh, Jerry Jones has said that there is no argument about Ezekiel Elliott's status as the lead running back, uh, even though Tony Pollard just came off of a fourteen ca- a fourteen carry, one hundred and thirty one yard and three touchdown performance last year. I week. say Keith Pollard. Too. I would think why why don't you just stick with Pollard? Yeah. Instead of instead of Elliot, which I mean let's face it, consistent uh consistency wise, Pollard has been more consistent.
3: Exactly Elliot Elliott, Elliott hasn't played like, you know he has. I think I think, you know, that if you gotta make a change, I think you dumped uh you dumped Elliot. And keep Pollard. I mean, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense why they why they would go and why well, they that's go, Jerry Jones for uh, you. He doesn't make a lot of sense anyway. So, you know, that's, that's a given right there.
2: Yeah, that is true. He a lot of the stuff that he uh, a lot of the stuff that he does uh, doesn't really ring
1: uh,
2: at all with with no. certain people. No. Uh, we did have one other trade here. Uh, the Miami Dolphins, after acquiring Bradley Chubb, they then went out and acquired Jeff Wilson, Jr. from the San Francisco 49ers, a running back, in exchange for a fifth-round pick in this year's draft. And now, obviously, yeah. Jeff Wilson, Jr. Uh, became uh, became on the outs out there in San Francisco Junior. after San Francisco acquired Christian McCaffrey last week so uh that right okay, there I mean, that, here we go, that immediately that immediately boosts uh miami's running back uh situation there so it's uh, i I'll, I'll tell you one thing every single team in the a f c east did something at the deadline except for New England New England decided. Nah, let's just add, let's just add two players to our practice squad. We're good. Yeah. Which, in that case, I you know I have
1: no idea what else
2: to say about New England. I, like I like I told you earlier today, Lou, I'm puzzled by what they're doing right now
1: in New England.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Even the, you know, their, their big problem obviously has been on, has been offensively. Uh, the rumor is is that they uh, before before Pittsburgh traded Chase Claypool to Chicago. Uh, New England had had offered Pittsburgh a better offer, uh, which Pittsburgh received a second round draft pick in uh, this year's yeah. draft in exchange for Claypool. New England had supposedly had offered them a better offer, but they refused to trade to, to New England, which is basically. Basically the same thing they did in the Antonio Brown situation. Before Antonio Brown became a basket case, New England tried to acquire him, and they ended up trading. Instead, they traded him to Oakland. And New England had given them a better trade offer than Oakland did, but they decided, no, we don't want him in New England. And it's the same here with Chase Claypool. As now, Chase Claypool is now a member of the Chicago Bears so as a result. Eesh. The Bears. Also, Kansas City improved. They acquired Kadarius Tony from the New York Giants. Oh, yeah. In exchange in exchange for a compensatory third-round pick this year, as well as a sixth-round pick this year.
3: Pops it up. Throw it away.
2: So right now, you know, right now it looks it looks like Kansas City. You know, they just keep getting better and better as as the uh, you know as the as the year goes on. Here, hell, even the Jets they they went out and they addressed the uh, Brees Hall injury by bringing in Mm. James Robinson from Jacksonville.
3: Yeah, well. I think with the injury to Hall, I think that's they were a the big step backwards for us. So, oh, I agree.
0: I
2: think it's. I think it's definitely. Yeah. It, you know, like I said on your on your show, well, Lee, okay, good. Uh, it was it was a complete. It, it seemed like New York was completely controlling that game.
0: Yeah.
2: Against New England, and then all of a sudden. One roughing the passer penalty later, off of a pick no. six, and yeah. the the game completely changed. And now, New York finds themselves that instead of being at six and two, they're now at five and three. And now it looks like Zach Wilson has gone back to being, uh, has gone back to being the Zach Wilson. Who is trying to do his best impersonation of uh Sam Darnold in the fact that he uh he ends up seeing ghosts out on the football field.
3: Left. One out to go. Uh,
2: uh the yeah, this does not look uh it looks it looks no. like Houston is pro- you're probably we're probably looking at a World Series win for Houston
0: here. Which,
2: I mean, it, absolute, it absolutely sucks oh. to begin with. Uh, it absolutely sucks to begin with because I, I'm happy, you know, I'm happy for uh, Christian Vasquez, but, uh, and, you know, well, I guess getting Dusty something Baker else too. too. Dusty Baker. Yeah, I was, I, you know, I, I was about to say, you know, I am kind of happy for Dusty Baker too because he finally gets his, he finally gets his World Series oh, win he's been so looking I'm for head all head over these you. years.
3: Oh, no. a foul. And it is over. I guess this has won the World Series, and Dusty Baker's with the power of the manager. Oh, again. boy. Can I go throw up now? Ugh. Yeah. Congratulations, Dusty. You did it. Oh, yeah. This sucks. Phillies suffers a double win in the same day.
4: Ugh. There's two people from uh, Cincinnati that just won, Brian Kelly and Dusty Baker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, this is the,
2: like, I said, like I said earlier, Lou, this is the second yeah, loss that the city of Philadelphia has had today. First, the Philadelphia Union lost the MLS Cup, and now the Philadelphia yeah, Phillies
3: the have win. lost have lost the World Series. Can not get any worse? The only good thing is the Eagles won, and they're still undefeated. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that's another thing, too,
2: Lou. Uh, This was brought up in our Whispers group earlier this week. Uh, Taking a look at that, at that, uh, at those wins that the uh, that the Eagles have, how sure are we of a team that the Eagles are? I mean, are they really mm-hmm. that good? Uh, I mean, taking well, a, just taking a look at at them eight and their eight and O record, they beat the one and six Lions by three points. They beat the Minnesota Vikings with Kirk Cousins in prime time, and we all know what happens when Kirk Cousins is in prime yeah. time. He, he completely chokes whenever he's in prime time, uh, whenever he's playing a prime time game.
0: It's the pressure. Uh, they, beat handle
2: it. The, they beat the Commanders. They beat Trevor Lawrence, which like, that's not really much of an accomplishment. They beat the Arizona Cardinals without DeAndre Hopkins, which makes you wonder if they had DeAndre Hopkins, would that have been a different game? Mm. They beat the Steelers. They beat the Steelers, who are a bottom three team in the AFC. They struggled to beat the one in six Houston Texans. And they ended up beating the Dallas Cowboys without Dak Prescott. So, are they really that good of a team, or has the schedule just been favorable to them well, in, so, so far?
3: Some would, uh, some would say that, but uh, I don't really think so. Even though the uh, even though the NFC East is a better division this year,
0: yeah.
3: I mean.
2: You know, it's just we haven't. I don't think we've we've really seen Philly actually play yeah. a good yeah. team so far. I mean, maybe may, maybe the only one has been Dallas, but that was without Prescott.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, you take a look at who they play next. They have Washington next week. Which, I mean, on Monday night, which, let's face it, next week it's not really going to be much of a – I don't feel like it's going to be much of a challenge for for, Philly. Probably not. Uh, Then in week 11, they have the Colts, which, come on. The Colts are – the Colts, they're already going to be playing their third string running back this week. Uh-huh. Jonathan Taylor. Jonathan Taylor is nowhere near the running back that he was last year. Then on Thanksgiving week, let's see, are they playing Thanksgiving? Yeah, Thanksgiving week, they they play the three and yeah. five Green Bay Packers, which who knows what Green Bay is going to be like uh, at that point. Yeah, You know, it, honestly, it just kind of seems like they've got a – it kind of seems like they've got a favorable schedule right now. Yes. I mean, they don't really face a good team until December 4th when they face the Tennessee Titans. Right. Who are five and two right now. So, I mean, I don't know. JB, what are your thoughts on on mm. Philly? You know, are they are they really this good of a team or has their schedule just been favorable
1: for them to to be 8 and
4: out? Oh? <sighs> hey, with me, I'm mainly calling in just listening. Uh, you know, as far as me knowing anything about the you know, baseball or football? Yeah, it's beyond uh beyond me. I mean, I'll watch uh you know, some games in baseball and football and sometimes hockey, but you know, as far as yeah. knowing the teams and players, that's completely you guys, not me.
0: <laughs> yeah.
4: Most of the time I right. just call in just listening to you guys.
3: Well, nice. Okay. Well we're
2: happy to have you on we're happy to have you on regardless, JB. Yeah. Okay. We're happy to have you on regardless and uh Yes. You know, it's the
4: more the merrier, basically.
3: Stay with me on my show. Right,
4: Mississippi Mississippi State just tied uh, Auburn.
2: Wow, you know I'm surprised that Mississippi State was even trailing with the uh, with the problems that Auburn has had. I'm su- I'm surprised that Mississippi State was even trailing at this point. Yeah, because Auburn, I mean, they're looking for a new head coach now, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah Rutgers got butt kicked, of course. I'm pre- I'm pretty sure if I recall correctly they're they're looking for a they're looking for a new head coach because uh they ended up essentially cleaning house this past week.
4: And this is a offers uh, Auburn's, Auburn's a team that that uh, you used to uh see uh, up at the top two with uh right. yeah. you know Clemson you heard you ever, you know, the one, I, I was surprised I was surprised that Tennessee was ranked number 1. I thought no way.
2: Yeah, I kind of was too considering the fact that Georgia has been number 1 pretty much all uh you know pr- huh. pretty much all season long and now all of a sudden
4: Yeah. You
2: know, all all of a sudden now they uh you know now they're number 3 well they won't be number
4: 3 after this week but for some reason they were number 3
0: yeah
4: and hope, hopefully georgia uh you know takes retakes that number 1 spot i would
2: i would think that they would
4: yeah yeah
2: 'cause I mean I mean Ohio State, you know, Ohio State won twenty one to seven, but uh this was a game that they were favored by oh, I forget what the spread was. Um I think it was like fifteen and a half or something. Wait, no. Yeah. Was it fifteen? Was it fifteen and a half? Hang on. Let me see. Ohio State, where are you? Uh no, they were favored over Northwestern by thirty-eight, and Ooh. they only won. They only won by fourteen. So, yeah, I, I would be surprised if Georgia is not number one after this week. Just based off of everything we've seen today,
4: and Georgia even uh, played it. Georgia played, uh, you know, a heck of a lot better than uh, Tennessee did too. Yeah,
2: yeah. It's it, you know, I think I think uh, a lot of the chatter that was going on about Hooker, the Tennessee's quarterback, I think that was kind of, uh, I think that that kind of died down a little bit after today's game. That Hooker, I know. I know Hooker was in the Heisman. uh, Was in the Heisman talks, wasn't he? uh, After today's
3: performance, I don't think so.
2: No, I don't think so. After today, today he, uh, I I don't think he even hit two hundred passing yards. No, no. I think it was like one eighty eight or something, and he had a, and he he had a pick to go along with it. I mean, yeah, but still, you know, it wasn't. Basically, case in point, when faced when facing a top team, he didn't show up. Basically, essentially, he didn't show up. All right, uh, going to some scores around the league. Uh, we'll start first with the NBA. Uh, We have some finals to report. The Sacramento Kings improved to 3-5 with a 126-123 victory in overtime over the Orlando Magic. De'Aaron Fox is the lead scorer today with 37 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists for Sacramento, while number one pick Paolo Banquero recorded a double-double with 33 points, 16 rebounds, and 4 assists for the Orlando Magic. Uh, another game going into overtime, the Atlanta Hawks with a 124-121 to 121 victory over the New Orleans Pelicans. Uh, Trey Young recording a double-double for Atlanta, yeah. 34 points, 10 assists, and one rebound, while Zion Williamson with 29 points, eight rebounds, and four assists for the New Orleans Pelicans. The Boston Celtics, they upped the New York Knicks today, one thirty-three to one eighteen. Jalen Brown led the way, thirty points, five rebounds, three assists, while Julius Randle had twenty-nine points, nine rebounds, and two assists for the New York Knicks. As the Knicks fall to four and five, and the Celtics improved to six and three. The Milwaukee Bucks they stay undefeated at a perfect nine and zero. With a 108-94 victory over the Oklahoma City Thunder, Bobby Portis was the lead star today, 12 points, 21 rebounds, 2 assists, while Josh Giddey was the lead performer for Oklahoma City, 15 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. Uh, also the Minnesota Timberwolves with a 129 to 117 victory over the Houston Rockets to improve to 5 and 5 on the year. Karl Anthony Towns led the way 25 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists. And Alperen Sangoon was the lead guy for Houston with 17 points, 7 rebounds and 5 assists. Uh, also, the Denver Nuggets improved to 5-3 and three with a 126-101 to victory over the San Antonio Spurs. Nikola Jokic with a double-double today, 21 points, 10 assists, and 6 rebounds, while Keldon Johnson had 25 points, 3 rebounds, and 4 assists for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, a couple of games still ongoing. First in the... Third quarter, we have the Phoenix Suns with a 62 to 42 lead over the Portland Trailblazers, uh, and this game has now gone final. The Brooklyn Nets improve to four and six with, and this uh, oh, yeah, this has frozen for some reason. Uh, it, it's weird the the score the score tally. Uh for for the NBA has been malfunctioning all day today. Um trying oh, wow. to get a final here. Uh ninety eight to ninety four over the Charlotte Hornets for the Brooklyn Mets. And the top performers are not known right now because for some reason they are having a they are having a real hard time trying to uh trying to keep everything updated. Oh yeah, that
0: could be a uh, reason.
2: Really, looks, really looks like we are we we should be able to see who the uh, World Series MVP is coming up here. Um looks like Who could it be? No, nah, they're still doing uh, they're I guess they're still uh they're still doing uh what's it called uh still doing voting. Oh. Well yeah, they're celebrating, but they have officially, you know, awarded the um yeah the World Series trophy. They're now interviewing uh Dusty Baker, which you know, it's good for Dusty. Dusty it has is. gone through his entire uh you know, his entire career have having had i believe wasn't it last year his first attempt at a world series trophy as yeah. manager or or did he make uh, a, oh he's the oldest manager at the age of 73 to win the world series right. yeah so this wasn't his, this wasn't his first attempt his first attempt wasn't in go in 2002 when he right. lost to Anaheim He lost to Anaheim in 2002. Yeah, then he lost last year to Atlanta, and now he finally wins it in his third attempt, uh, with uh, second overall attempt, with Houston, but yeah. third, but third overall in his career. Uh, they went 11 and two this postseason, so they only lost two games. That, I mean, that just shows you how dominant. Of a team, this Houston Astros team was. yes, I mean he has a World Series ring a player though, he does, yes, but you know you want you you want have one as not just a player but also a manager too,
1: so
3: hey, if it was me, I take where take where anywhere I can get it. And here we go. It looks like the World
2: Series MVP is their rookie shortstop Jeremy Pena. Wow. So not only did he win the ALCS MVP, he is also the World
4: Series MVP. Unreal.
2: Hey you know, he's had he he's had some pretty big uh some pretty big plays this postseason. Yeah, you know one, one in i know one in particular. He had a he had a couple against against the Yankees
1: in the ALCS.
2: So, but that is officially, you know, he imagine imagine being the replacement for Carlos Correa, having huge shoes uh, to fill, having huge shoes to fill at the age of twenty five, comes in for his first season. He. Yeah. That is two fifty three this year, twenty two homers, sixty three RBIs, and in his first season, he wins a Gold Glove, he wins the ALCS MVP, and he also wins the World Series MVP, all in his first year in the league.
3: Mm. Yeah. He became the first
2: Astros rookie to win a gold glove and also the first rookie ever to win a gold glove at shortstop in Major League Baseball history. Wow. Which is amazing when you think about it. When you think of all the legendary shortstops that have been around the league, wow. you know, Derek Jeter, Nomar Garcia Para you
0: know there
2: there's multiple there's multiple shortstops xander Bogart, not one shortstop has uh, had ever won a gold glove in their rookie year until now with jeremy peña yeah. and honestly i would be surprised if he doesn't win rookie of the year period yeah, but you know now now baseball is all is all said and done. You know I feel I feel for uh, yeah. for all the fans of Philadelphia. You know this is the yeah this is the first time this is the first time since two thousand and nine that they've uh, you know that they that they had been to the World Series and. Yeah. I know I know, uh, I know Tim from uh from the Whispers groups. He's uh he's inconsolable right now. Uh yeah, having gone to, having gone to one of the World Series uh games out there in uh out there in Philly in person.
4: Yeah, that was week. Tuesday, wasn't it? Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh,
2: Wednesday? Wednesday actually. Wednesday.
4: Wednesday. Yeah, Wednesday was yeah, I, no I saw the I saw the picture that he posted,
2: yeah he yeah, he was there Lou for the no hitter, so yeah um but you know it's it's unfortunate it's it's unfortunate uh for Philly, but yeah, you know it's yeah. Houston was just Houston was just <laughs> that much of a better team, i mean, yeah. I All mean, right, think about this. The Red Sox, this is an interesting stat. The Red Sox last year were up two games to one in the ALCS against against the Astros. Right. They scored a total of just three runs in the last three games <laughs> the Red Sox did. The
0: uh-huh.
2: The Phillies—they were up two games to one against Houston in this year's World Series. They scored a total of only three runs in these last three games. I mean, you Auburn went for a field
4: goal in the overtime and they missed it. Where is that? Where is <laughs> mm-hmm. that on JB? Uh, It's on ESPN2. ESPN2, okay. Uh,
2: Yeah.
0: Wide right. Wide
4: right. Yeah, just by a little bit, but still, hey, doesn't matter if you're just a little bit wide or, you know, wide by uh, 10 feet. So now you if you State missed it, has, you missed it.
2: So now Mississippi State has the opportunity to win with the, with just the score. All right. Um, real quick, some scores from around the NHL. Uh, we have some games are still ongoing, but we do have some finals to report. Uh, first off, in Detroit the Detroit Red Wings with a 3 to nothing shutout of the New York Islanders with goals from Lucas Great. Raymond, uh, Pius Suter and Dominic Kubalik today. Uh, the winner the winning goaltender was Ville Husso, with Sergei Barlamov as the losing goaltender. Uh, the Colorado Avalanche they improved to 6-4-1 today with a 5 to 1 win over the Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, with goals from Arturi Lekinen, uh Couts, O'Connor, uh, Donovan Tays, and Alex Newhook, with uh, Alexander Georgiev getting the win for Colorado. The uh, loss went to Jonas Korpisalo, and Boone Jenner was the lone goal scorer for the Columbus Blue Jackets. In Winnipeg, the Winnipeg Jets with a shutout of the Blackhawks, four to nothing, off of goals from Josh Morrissey, Adam Lowry, Pierre Dubois, and Nate Schmidt. Uh, Connor Hellebuck picked up the shutout, while Soderblom picked up the loss for uh, Chicago. In Edmonton, the Dallas. Stars with a thrashing of the Oilers six to two. Dallas improves to eight, three and one. And uh this is now final uh Mississippi State with that touchdown uh yeah. wins officially over Auburn. Uh, 39-33. Dallas, uh, 39-33, that's right. Uh Dallas, they had goals from Joe Pavelski, Colin Miller, Jason Robertson, Jordy or Jamie Ben. Jamie Ben had two goals. At, no, Jamie Ben had a hat trick actually. Mm. Um, and the lone two goals for Edmonton were from Leon Drysaitel and Darnell Nurse. The win went to Scott Wedgwood, with the loss going to Jason Campbell. The Arizona Coyotes with a three-two victory over the Washington Capitals, putting Washington under five hundred, Lou. Yeah. The first time in what seems like forever, uh, the goals went to jo- for for Arizona. The goals went to Josh Brown, Nick Ritchie. Oh, Nick Ritchie had two goals actually. Uh, the mm. goals for Washington were from Alexander Ovechkin and Anthony Mantha. The win went to Karel Vejmelka, and the loss went to Darcy Kemper. In Toronto, the Toronto Maple Leafs with a 2-1 to victory over the Boston Bruins. Austin Matthews with two goals, including one on the power play. And Brad Marchand with the lone goal for Boston. The win went to Ilya Samsonov, and the loss went to Linus Olmark. Uh, yes. In Tampa Bay, the Lightning improved to 7-4-1 with a 5-3 to three victory over the Buffalo Sabres off of goals from Nick Paul, Braden Point, Brandon Hagel, uh, Nick Purbix, and Nikita Kucherov, with Brian Elliott picking up the win in Met. Uh, Buffalo had goals from Zemgus Gergensen, Casey Middlestadt, and Jeff Skinner, with Eric Comrie taking the
4: loss. The
2: Philadelphia Flyers with a two to one victory over the Ottawa Senators off of goals from Kevin Hayes and Zach McEwen, Mm -hmm. with Corey Hart picking up the or Carter Hart picking up the win. Uh, The loss went to Cam Talbot and Claude Giroux had the lone goal for the Ottawa Senators. The Seattle Kraken uh, increased to seven four and two. With a three to two victory over the Pittsburgh Penguins, the Penguins Lou, are actually yeah. in a worse position than Washington with a four six and two record. Hmm. What about that? I mean, imagine that. You know, uh, Pittsburgh is all of a sudden going on a downhill slope. Uh, yeah. The Kraken. The Kraken had goals from Vince Dunn, Yanni Gord, and Brandon Tanev with Martin Jones picking up the win in net. Uh, the goals for Pittsburgh were from Sidney Crosby and Jake Gensel, with Tristan Jerry taking the loss. Uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, they improved to 11-2 and tonight with a 6-4 to victory over the Montreal Canadiens, uh, with goals from Nicholas Haig, Riley Smith. Riley Smith had two goals, actually. Uh, Keegan Kolasar Nicholas yeah. Waugh and Jonathan Audi Marcheseau, Uh, with the win going to Aiden Hill, who is playing absolutely out of his mind in net. Uh, the loss went to Jake Allen with goals coming from Cole Caulfield, Nick Suzuki. Nick Suzuki actually had two goals for Montreal. And uh, the rookie, Yuri Slavkovsky, who picked up his third goal mm-hmm. of the season today for Montreal. Uh, some games that are currently still underway. The Vancouver Canucks with a three-to-one lead over the Nashville Predators with four minutes, four minutes to go in the second period. Uh, the lone goal for Nashville currently is Jordan Gross on the
1: power play,
2: and Vancouver has goals from Ilya Mikhaev, uh J.T. Miller, and Andre Kuzmenko. Uh this one this one will make Diane happy Lou. The uh New Jersey huh. Devils currently the Devils currently yeah. lead the Calgary Flames 3 to 2 with 4 minutes to go in the second
1: period. Yeah.
2: Uh New Jersey has goals from Nathan Bastian, uh Fabian Zetterlund and Miles Wood mm. and Calgary has goals from Nazem Kadri and Elias Lindholm.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, also underway, the Anaheim Ducks with a 2-1 to lead over the San Jose Sharks out in San Jose uh, off of goals from Brett Leeson and Maxime Comtois with uh, Kevin oh, LeBanc oh. recording the only goal so far for the San Jose Sharks. And what's interesting about this is the Ducks are leading with only nine shots on goal, Wow! and yet they have a 2-1 to lead. They're being outshot twenty four to nine right now uh like mid around midway through the second period and in l a we have a one to nothing lead for the Florida Panthers off of a goal from Ryan Lomberg uh with about twelve minutes to go in the second period there so uh still still a couple of games yet to be decided here but so i i mean lou you know let's t- let's talk about uh we have about 13 minutes left let's t- let's talk a little bit about the world series here what happened with philly right. it, it seemed like they had it seemed like they had all of the momentum and all of a sudden they get no hit in game four, and that yeah. pretty much completely turns this series around. That's when did it I mean they only they only had eight hits since game three, and thirty eight strikeouts. Yeah. I mean, what the hell happened? to this Philadelphia Phillies team.
3: Yeah, Houston was just too tough. I, had, I didn't think they had a chance. I am surprised they even, you know, got to get to a six game. My brother, I didn't think they were going to, you know, get this far. So I had to give them credit for that. I really thought it was going to be a sweet one five games. yeah you know i think
2: i think a lot of people a lot of people that maybe perhaps they would have been you know it would have gone seven games no. uh, but you know Houston just absolutely took over this series after that no once that no hitter uh was played you know all of a sudden yeah i Houston i was
3: I I mean, I like, honest something um when they did beat, and the ashes in Game 1, which, you know, you blew a 5 I mean, five-nothing lead and you blew it, and Philly, you know, was able to take advantage of it. But then the table could start turning in Game 2, and, you know, it seemed to be controlled from there. Game 4, a no-hitter. Game 5, you know, the Astros were just barely hanging on as Philly was making was trying to make a move in the bottom of the ninth inning, but that backfired with that uh, dramatic catch. And that's what did. It. And I think he just, you know, Philly just ran out of gas. I
2: know it's you know it's very surprising too for a team that completely turned itself around after starting off the season what twenty two and twenty nine under, yeah. uh, under 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 uh, Joe Girardi. Gir- Girardi Girardi then gets fired he then gets fired they bring in uh, they bring in Rob Thompson and say it right now Thompson should be manager of the year but from what it sounds like it sounds like they're going with uh, it sounds like they're going with somebody else uh, from what I've heard so which I think which I think is ridiculous I think Rob Thompson should very easily be I think they went with Hyde of uh, of Baltimore
0: who
2: you know who didn't even make the playoffs so yeah uh, i don't understand how you can win coach of the year and yet not make the playoffs i mean hell so, i would have- i would have even i would have even given it to uh to seattle's uh, you know to seattle's manager uh mm-hmm. surveys over over hyde uh, by the way the last old the last oldest manager to win a World Series was Jack McKeon, who was uh, who was the oh, age yeah. of seventy-two, the age of seventy-two back in two thousand and three when he won a World Series as the manager of the Florida Marlins. The Marlins, yeah, against my Yankees. Thanks a lot. Yeah, yeah, against the Yankees, which yeah. uh, you know it's. You know, he's actually he, he, just to just to show you how long ago that was. He's ninety one right now. Oh. McKeon is so. Yeah, uh, wow. But he was he. You know, he was uh, he was the previous oldest manager at, at the age of seventy two to have won a World Series, but now that honor now belongs to Dusty Baker at the age of seventy three. Yeah. 92 now. Wow. But now, you know, now there's going to be, now there's going to be a lot of, uh, a lot of questions, uh, moving forward here. You know, who is going to, uh, who, who's got, which, uh, which options, which options are going to be exercised by certain players, you know, which players are going to opt out, uh, there's gonna there's gonna be a lot of questions that are gonna have to be answered. Yeah. Which it should be interest it should be interesting to see, especially now with the World Series officially over. Uh, I think we could see potentially a lot of movement uh, be uh, be seen here. Now we did also have the Gold Glove winners get introduced uh, with 14 first time Gold Glove winners this year. Uh, first yeah. off, in the national league, in the National League, we had JT Realmuto winning at catcher for the Phillies. Uh, we had Christian Walker at first base for the Diamondbacks. Second base, we had Brendan Rodgers of the Colorado Rockies. Uh, shortstop, we had Dansby Swanson of the Atlanta Braves. Third base, we had Nolan Arenado of the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, in the in the outfield, we had Ian Happ of the Chicago Cubs, Trent Grisham of the San Diego Padres, and Mookie Betts of the L.A. Dodgers with a gold glove. Uh, the pitcher went to Max Fried for the third, uh, for the third consecutive year. Uh, Max Fried has won three straight uh, gold glove awards at the pitching position. Uh-huh. and the util, the utility player uh Brendan Donovan of the St. Louis Cardinals is the first National League player to win a utility gold glove award doing so in his rookie year.
0: Hmm. So I guess
2: that's a new thing. I guess that's a new thing that they're adding is the utility player uh gold yeah. glove.
3: Well, uh
2: for for the American League we have Jose Trevino of the New York Yankees winning a catcher. He's the third player in Yankees history to win the Gold Glove at the catcher position, joining Thurman Munson and Elston Howard.
0: Ooh, uh, he Thurman led Munson. all wow. major
2: league catchers, all all major league catchers this year with 21 defensive runs saved, which was also tied for third most defensive runs saved in baseball regardless of position. Yeah. So definitely well deserved uh for Trevino at the catching spot. Yes.
0: Uh
2: Vladimir Guerre- Vladimir Guerrero Jr. won it at first. Blair Jr. Uh second base went to Andres Jimenez of the Cleveland Guardians. Jeremy Peña Jeremy Peña won good. it at shortstop uh which obviously, you know, uh like we said earlier, he's the first, rook, the first rookie shortstop to win a Gold Glove Award.
0: Hmm.
2: Uh, third base went to Ramon Urias of the Baltimore Orioles. Left field went to Stephen Kwan of the Cleveland Guardians. Center field went to Miles Straw of the Cleveland Guardians. And right field went to Kyle Tucker of the Houston Astros. With the pitching Gold Glove going to Shane Bieber of the Cleveland Guardians, and wow, you know, with uh,
3: with all these Gold Glove award winners
2: out there in Cleveland, kind of makes you wonder how yes. did the Yankees beat them in the divisional round?
3: Yeah, I still can't get mm-hmm. used Guardians. I, I I I still can't do it.
2: I know everybody still refers to
1: them as the Indians, basically, because that's yeah. what they're most known for.
2: Right. So I can and, I, I, uh, I, can't, I can't And we do, we do have another Yankee uh Gold Glove Award winner, uh DJ LeMahieu won it for LeMayhew. the utility for the uh utility player Gold Glove Award. Uh even though he was limited to just 125 games due to injury. Uh but he did see significant, significant time at three He did see significant time, though, at three infield positions, playing 35 games at first base, 41 at second, and 47 at third. And he had two outs above average, each at first and second, and four outs above average at third, which ranked 11th among all uh, MLB third basemen, despite his limited appearances there. Uh this is actually his fourth gold glove award too but his first since 2018 when he won one with the Rockies. And also yeah. he's the first Yankees he's the first Yankees player to win a gold glove since left fielder Brett Gardner did it in 2016. That
3: long ago. Well. Yeah.
2: Uh but with that being said though, uh that's about Cut. it.
0: Few uh, minutes to go. Nice
2: show. <laughs> we do have a few minutes left um, But I do I do want to uh, Add a reminder For uh, for any uh, Survivor fans we have the Survivor 43 recap podcast uh, This Upcoming Thursday night We have the Survivor 43 recap Podcast and we have uh, Of course Sports Whispers Weekly will be Back next week uh, for another edition. A reminder, if you guys haven't done so yet, go to blogtalkradio.com slash MissyAE, or you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, uh, iHeartRadio, and Spotify just by searching MissyAE, e., and you'll get access to all of our podcasts that we've done and any of the podcasts that we will do in the future. Uh, but yeah, you know, that this is uh of, this of course uh marks the end of another Sports Whispers weekly podcast. Uh I do wanna thank Alex, uh Lou and JB for joining me this week. Um, I know Jim probably would have joined us, but he was uh I know he was at the Arkansas Razorbacks game today. Uh unfortunately having to having to watch uh, his Razorbacks decide to not show up to the game apparently, uh losing 21 to 19 against the Liberty Flames and they didn't even score until uh Arkansas didn't even score until very late in the game. So, um Very unfortunate uh, for Jim. But, yeah, uh, like I said, Thursday night, Survivor 43 recap show, and that's it. So, everybody have a good rest of your weekend, and we will see you guys next Saturday night for another edition of Sports
4: Whispers Weekly.